You are about to witness history in the making. This is only really weird now because I'm not actually on a podcast. I don't know what these are about. Anyway, hi, welcome to Pop Culture Gamers, um, show number 112. And this does seem really weird because it's three of us now, and I don't even know much about this. But um, I'll let Hayden actually say more about it. How are you doing? I'm doing thanks, Steve. I should have said it's... hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome no, to the Pop Culture doing... Gamers podcast. No, I'm doing completely different. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just back to. I mean, I've got this show to do. Obviously, I've got a wrong real one coming up in April, which I haven't even been dealt with yet. But anyway, that's another story. But um, yeah, I can talk. I'm breathing well. How are you guys doing? Plus, mystery, mystery guests that everyone knows who's here. <laughs> Yeah, we've got Mark here with us as again. Welcome, Mark. Thank you, Hayden. Hello, good to be back. It's all weird, isn't it? How are you doing? <laughs> fine. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. So how are you all doing anyway? More pertinently first. Well, I'm off until the twelfth. Yeah, Woo-hoo. leave till the pub's open on the twelfth yes. outside. Yeah, as long as you get your passport. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it's, my arms, it's not open anymore. It's taken that long. You know that. Wow. No, I'm so, doing good. I'm, Busy week outside. The weather's been good down here. So, um, yeah, I've been uh, in the garden for a lot of this week and finally back to work, which has been odd and uh, sort of takes some getting used to getting back into it. But um, quite, yeah, good to be back, to be honest. Must be difficult, though, from from a, a restaurant point of view, isn't it? Yeah, it was all. And also the thing is, we, we never really did much in the way of takeaway before. And at the moment, that's all we're doing. So um, it's all we're allowed to do. So um, it's an adjustment, especially as I haven't been there for four months, pretty much. Mm. So, uh, yeah, it's it's good, though. It's It's good to be back. It's funny, from from your point of view, it's really weird, because me and Missy were watching TV last night, and something came on there where people were eating the reference. I said to her, I miss going out for a meal. We haven't done that for about... I can't remember the last time we went out. Yeah, you know? tell me about it. And it'd be nice to actually go out and do that. Uh, you know, obviously it won't be straight away, maybe, but <clears throat> just seeing friends and being able to sit yeah. down and you know I mean, have Gordon, something to eat. Gordon or... Rand's got a few restaurants open. I know that. You follow him on on uh, on Instagram. So he's been he's been getting a lot of restaurants ready. Yeah, we all are, but we're mm. all ready. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's just a case of doing a bit more, you know, prep for for opening up but mm. i think that's the other thing at work is we have no we have no outdoor space so come the 12th when the pub gardens will open that isn't really going to affect us no um, we'll have to wait until may because you don't have any say any verandas or patios that no use. we've got we're quite big inside so where are um, you is it in brighton is it no arundel place called arundel where there's a castle uh, right opposite Sort of behind, we've got a. I said to Hayden last week, if you walk down the high street in Arundel, you you could be in a Disney movie. It looks uh, very historic. Everything is hundreds, if not thousands, of years old. 
right yeah. it's about uh there's where the river Aaron runs through the town mm. um and we're about just a few miles from the sea in west sussex yeah arendelle rings a bell but funny enough not to be confused with frozen <laughs> <laughs> no yeah do you know what i, I know what you're talking about there. I, um actually a bit later i'll look out for your restaurant yeah do it yes um we're quite when when we're open and uh everything's normal we are very busy mm. cool what about you Hayden so what have you been up to you been doing much? no I've just been looking for a set of wireless headphones and uh, thanks to everybody including yourself Steve for some of the suggestions that you put forward so how uh, did that work now because now I've seen what yeah from 70 quid to 199 that's suddenly a big jump isn't it well uh no because I paid 139 right so I got um Basically, my thought was, I want a new set of headphones. Um, I thought I'll get a get a, a cheaper pair to start off with, mm. just um, just to listen to audio books, and then maybe look to upgrade towards the end of the year. And I ordered a pair, got them delivered. They were like uh, H Pow H Seven Bluetooth headphones, and they were supposed to be over here. Well. The cups were so small that by the time that I put them on my ear, they were on ear headphones rather than over ear. They're nowhere near closed cup at all. No, no, couldn't fit my ears in them, and I don't have massive ears. Um, You know, I'm not like Dumbo or anything like that, although I'm sure that one or two people (laughs) would probably say differently. Um, However, I got them, they, they didn't feel right. The padding was supposed to be soft, and it felt like it was putting two bricks on my ears. So I thought, no, I'll send those back, um, which is a shame because technically, if you looked at everything else, and they had over 20,000 reviews and everybody was raving about them. Um, and I don't, I'm sure that, you know, the won't of all have been, you know, they were supposed to be verified Amazon purchases sort of thing. Uh, but I just didn't like them. So um, I thought, well, you know, put put out on Facebook, looked at a few different headphones that people have suggested. Mm. And when I was doing the search, I came across the Bose ones. And I thought, I've always fancied a set of Bose headphones. And then there were... Is that um, more just for the name, though? Or is that... Well, I no, mean... because I know they do good sound quality. They are good, yeah. yeah. A friend of mine's very, got some. It's very difficult. I mean, the set I told you about is the ones I'm using here, which yeah. I use for volume up for plugging into the, into the amp. Um, but they're wired, aren't they? Yeah, they're one hell of a long lead, though. Yeah, but I was specifically looking for wireless. Yeah. Um, which is why I went for the Bose ones. Um, and they were one nine nine, normally down to one three nine. So I thought might as well get them. Yeah, but, deal, but yeah. it's great. But as I was saying, I thought for audio books, it doesn't matter what quality you got. You're hearing a voice only, unless it's going to be a radio drama audio book, which would be different altogether. Well, yeah, I do listen to that sort of stuff as well. But you know, obviously, I am going to listen to music on them as well. So, do they have a mic? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the full set. The only thing that they don't have uh, is that they don't have noise reduction. But I'm not particularly that fussed. Mm. No noise cancelling. No. That's quite surprising for Bose, though. Yeah. <clears throat> but they normally advertise it for that, aren't they? They have a click of a switch just to be able to shut them down to have a bit more, you know. Yeah, normally. Normally, but I mean, I'll talk about the Xbox ones later. But just put those on just quickly, and you put you do because they cover your ears completely, so that you do get a slight cancellation of what's around you, you know. 
Yeah, but there's a difference between the actual noise cancelling and ones that are just oh, yeah. really good seal. Because... I used to have a, I used to yeah. have a Sony set of noise cancelling ones I used to use, and <clears throat> they eventually just broke and fell apart, unfortunately. You're talking about noise cancelling and noise isolation, I think is what they call it. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the, the seal and that, you know, these headphones I've got on that you guys can see, now these are HyperX. They're, they're not um, noise cancelling, but when I put them on, they seal out a lot of the outside noise. Because but they, the noise yeah. cancelling play a negative sound wave yeah. to the outside to nullify the sound. Yeah, That's noise cancelling technology. Because they're closed cup anyway, that for me, for example, they, well, Mrs. Sir, I talk louder when I got them on because I think maybe it's what you do. But You, know. you don't get on with earphones, Hayden, like earbuds. Um, um, well, I've got... I've got well. I've got two sets of earbuds. Um, I had. Oh, I've still got my iPods, but they have ceased working, um, and you can't get them fixed. Really? Basically, yeah. Basically, it's uh, seventy-five pounds per um, iPod uh, earbud to That's the get fixed. Ori- the original AirPods. Yeah, the original AirPods. Um, they they just don't fix them. They basically just swap them, and you basically buy a new one. Yeah. And at that amount of money, I just thought, well, crazy, no, and I, and I was just because the AirPods I had, I was really happy with them at first. But then I start, started all the time dropping the left ear and it just kept dropping and kept dropping, even if it was fully charged. And what I ended up doing was I um, tried to resync it. So I, I made my phone forget the, <sighs> the AirPods and then... Um, you know, uh, re- tried to resync it and it wouldn't sync. It just would not sync at all. So then I tried draining the battery entirely so that it would sort of like reset itself, which took forever because they do take, you know, they hold a lot of charge and obviously the cases hold the charge as well. So I had to dissipate the case and dissipate the headphones or the earbuds mm. and it still didn't work. So then I went and got some sort of like, uh, twenty pound ones. They're a zero G. They're like iPod lookalikes from Argos, and they're fine. But they're a little bit bigger than the iPod because uh, to the AirPod because the AirPods were really really comfy in my ears. These ones are just a little bit big, and I don't like on ears. So I thought, well, in that case, then I'll go for over ears, and that was when I started looking. Right. So. Um, I have. Yeah. Um, I had. I've never had. A, I had AirPods, and my family have all got AirPods, and we've not had any problem with them in terms of working. But I just they leak a lot of sound massively, and I think that whole design of um, just a solid plastic piece that goes into your ear is so inflexible. You know, it's just. I don't think it it's can no do anything it, but leak. Well, there's no movement in it. So it's not what like I'm a saying rubber... is the angle, the, the angle of the piece that goes in the ear. Yeah. Where you can have ones which you can push in to seal to a certain point, they go in further. Those just hang in, I presume, hang on your yeah. ear. You look they like do, a hurrah yeah. out of Star Trek, like everyone's wearing them. And they don't go any further because obviously your ears are different sizes anyway. Yeah, exactly mm-hmm. that. And I found there was always an element <clears throat> of you were kind of worried they were going to fall out. As well. I always thought I always thought that, yeah. Do you know what? I I never found that the my AirPods were really really comfy, never really had much of an issue. And I used to go to the gym 
and be on, you know, like the bikes and the treadmill and never had a problem with the falling out. Mm. You know, I could I could shake my head because people used to yeah. ask me the same thing. Don't you find that they could have fall out here? And I was like, no, not really. They're, they're fine. Um, ne- never had a problem with them. But I suppose all depends upon if your ears are just slightly different. Mm. You know, you're going to yeah. run that risk, aren't you? But they, they just seem to fit for mine. But these ones I've got are just that little bit bigger. I like that they run like 20 quid cheap ones. The the quality of them is nothing like the the AirPods, but they're all right. But I wanted something better. You know, I wanted something that I could... Basically, my idea is is that when my wife's watching Say Yes to the Dress and all of that rushy <laughs> woman stuff that she has on, I could just sort of like lay on the sofa, put my headphones on and listen to an audio book and just, you know, we can be together, but yeah. not sort of thing. Have you bought many audio books now? I mean, I've, I've gone back to... Oh, I've got about 60. I've gone back wow. for a little bit subscribing to uh, the Amazon... Audible. Audible one, yeah. And recently, I think I've picked up about three or four books I was interested in having. You know, Stephen King. Yeah. Um, so I've got <laughs> The Shining. I've got a version of Dracula as well. And also, more for research, but it was easy to use. I've got the whole series of Fortin Towers, which is what I'll be doing later with Wrong Real on, on that. Um, and what else? There was another BBC. I just I just went through and bought a load of books because I had a load of credit, you know. Yeah. You get, what, so, God. No, I was going to say, you get, do you get a free credit every month, don't you? Yes, yeah. that's right. And you can have any book that you like. Um, I mean, I'm at the moment, I'm listening to Arthur C. Clarke's first board, right? which is a time odyssey trilogy it's the last book mm. in that you just haven't actually what i just purchased a load all of a sudden so yeah so i've got the black out of the complete collection which is something just to fantastic which is great that's 14 hours long wow <laughs> for a credit uh the omen every go on say again no, i was gonna say the black adder is that that's every series is it it is everything and the christmas episodes as well fantastic so yeah. that's a good call for that yeah so i've picked up the omen by Deadwood seltzer which i have read the book the exorcist by william peter blassie as well uh, 40 Towers, a complete collection. That's 12 episodes only, but there you go. Um, and the Torture Collection as well, which is a radio drama. So from that point of view, I do like that that version of a book. I've picked a few up, and I still recommend Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds. If you haven't heard that audio drama, mm. which is the latest version they did with... Um, <clears throat> I was going to say, I can't remember the guy's name that was in uh, Passengers now that played the, the robot waiter at the bar. Both of you very glimmerly right now. But, um... <laughs> yeah, I've um, the, the ones that I've sort of got on there, uh, mm. things like Douglas Adams, I've got, you know, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, all of them. Yeah. Uh, but I've also got his Hitchhiker's Guide to the Future, mm-hmm. uh, which was quite a good documentary that he made. And he's actually inspired me for a podcast that I'm del- uh, producing for work at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've got a few sort of like biographies. I had, I had the IMC3PO, the Inside Story by Anthony Daniels. That was quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a few of the Star Wars ones, all the three thousand ones, the Ramas. Mm. Uh, yeah, absolutely loads. But I, uh, I think I've, a... I've gone more towards the um, audio dramas. So the other one I've got is Alien Out of the Shadows. That's an alien right. story. And they are basically, without the screen in front of you, you're listening to a production that could be on the screen. Yeah, I've got Aliens Book Hunt. Yeah. And I've, I'm the same, Steve. I tend to go towards the more dramatised 
audiobooks as well, or comedy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I still haven't actually, I was so disappointed with it. I haven't finished Ready, Ready Player 2 yet. <laughs> I mean, I, d- I don't know where, um, Mark, what sort of genres that you're really into, but if you like uh, the zombie genre, there's a really good free podcast that you can download called We're Alive, right. which is a high-quality um radio dra- uh, drama but done as a podcast and it's about the zombie apocalypse mm. really oh, really check good it, out. it is excellent it's one of the best podcasts i've ever listened to for an uh, certainly for an audio drama but just generally speaking anywhere mm. it's one medium that i've not really checked for dramas actually as podcasts i tend to go down sort of audiobook route more but i'll have a look yeah there are, there are loads of them as well I mean, yeah. you, you'll be talking probably about 30 hours worth of story content. Wow. Is that more than The Walking Dead itself, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Which is coming to a close, I'm led to believe. Yes. You, have you seen the cancellation for 2021? Yeah, yeah. No, it was always going to be the last season was this one. Yeah, and Supergirl's on there as well. <laughs> Thank God for that. But, uh, yeah, I, do, I could... Wow. There's not a lot that we we got there that is actually um, being cancelled, but those are the two that stood out. I did tell Mr. that the crown was being cancelled, but that's only because they're going to catch up. Do you know, I have, I have to, to be serious with, um, what do you call it, uh, Supergirl, mm. that to me, if it's it's a bit like an ill farm animal that the farmer needed to take round to the back of the shed and shoot him head. <laughs> it's been terrible the last season. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not been it's not been good has it that's Steve being diplomatic about it it's been awful it was nearly as bad as Legend of Tomorrow was last season yeah um, yeah that's not even come back yet has it I don't think no and it shouldn't do I think it has been shot in the head as it should there be. is there is a new I've got it there is a new CW TV show that I'm tempted to look at because it reminds me of the one back in the 70s but they've got a version of Kung Fu so do you remember the David Carradine show back oh in yes the well there's a they've done a retake on that same name but uh, yeah it might be worth a look at you never know it'll beat Batgirl for sure you know <clears throat> so uh, yeah yeah I, I do have a bit of news about um, Alan as well. How so, are you? Oh, do you? Yeah, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, he's doing uh, quite well. Um, mm. He's um, had a you know a few ops and stuff like that, and I think his eyesight's a bit better. He's hoping to go back to work very shortly. Oh, really? Good. Uh, he has been back, but then I think he, he had to stop. Not, I'm not sure whether it was because of COVID or whatever, mm. but um, you know he, he's been through a big journey with this and we can only imagine you know it's immense what he's been through mm-hmm. but he's also doing a bit of running as well um i think with pauls he said um but and not you know like his ultra marathon a day sort of thing well probably due to the scenario he's in it that's probably not possible i don't know yeah no pro- probably not but um you know hopefully we'll get to hear his uh irish tones again Good to hear he's uh, doing all right though. Yeah, yeah. I'm Improving. hoping. I'm, yeah, I think um, I'm hoping to get a Skype call with him um, this week sometime, mm-hmm. and just have a bit of a chinwag because we've been messaging each other daily uh, for weeks now. So um, yeah, it's it's nice to be back in contact with him because we were all worried about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It sort of went. Yeah, it was like it was like complete shutdown, wasn't it? <laughs> You feel pretty helpless when you well, know what someone's doing, isn't it? 
Yeah, and and it's sort of like it really does, you know, make you realise about the fact that you know we're all friends on you know on the internet and stuff like that. But I was like, I don't even know where to send him a card. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just just something, a message, just to say, you know, if you if you need to talk, we're here, sort of thing. Mm. Um, but uh, it, it's it's nice that he's you know um, improving and. Hopefully he'll get back to as near as what he can, mm. um, you know, after everything. But, uh, you know, it's good news that he's uh, certainly getting there now. Yeah, cool. Definitely. Cool. So I'm not going to say too much, but any questions about me then? <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> well, yeah, come on. What's been up with you then? Because we know that uh, you've been off. I know Sorry, what's see. been up, up with you. but Yeah, uh, so, so what happened was I was doing nights. It was only actually I was doing a night, um, sleeping either side. And I got out of the car and I twisted my body, but felt something pull at the back and carried on working through the night, but the pain got more and more and more. And then on my way home, four in the morning, and really uncomfortable. And I struggled to get out of the car to get into the house. Really was in a lot of pain. So I thought I'd just pull me back. And it's one of those things that we all have at old age. And uh, got in the house and took some painkillers. I stayed up for another couple of hours to see if they would kick in. Um, but I was still in a lot of pain. But what was the, the big problem for me was I couldn't walk upstairs. I was couldn't breathe. I had to sit down in this position to actually breathe at all. So I started sleeping, sitting up, <laughs> which is not comfortable, as you can imagine. <clears throat> and trying to get at a doctor's appointment, well, that was the laugh. You know, the, I spoke to my... I spoke to my doctor on a, on a call, said, um, okay, look, we need to get you to a hospital um, just to check you out. So I went to a COVID section of a local one in South um, in Southampton, actually in Lindos, actually. And they did some checks and said, okay, we need you to have some x-rays and this blah, blah, blah. He didn't make much more of a, he didn't make it like it was important. So they gave me a letter and when Mrs. read the letter, it said, um, soon as you sort of need to do it now sort of thing, because I was asking the hospital locally to get an x-ray. And he said, yeah, that week's time. <laughs> <laughs> but that wouldn't have been good because I don't know whether I'd been still be here now if I hadn't been. Um, so basically, when we, my, my missus phoned her, her, her surgery, I just had a chat about it and said, I think you need to go now. So I went straight down to a, A&E and the bitches kept me in. <laughs> I couldn't, didn't come out. Um, I was stuck in a, in a, I won't, this is the wrong, probably jokingly, I was in like a holding cell in, in these little cubicles in, in A&E and you can't go out because of COVID. And because I wasn't breathing very well, I was given uh, all sorts of, you know, blood tests, um, heart rate tests with, uh, as well, plaking yourself with the old wires connected to your whole body. ECGs, sort of yeah. Yeah. And they said, we need to keep you in, um, but we can't move you yet until you've had a COVID test. So I then got given a bed at um, half past three, four in the morning. And I've been up since five o'clock sitting there dealing with it obviously the day before but I, I get that it just took a while and uh still not really too sure what was going on until i i woke up half an hour later with a doctor staring in my face with a shield on saying that we need to do some a ct scan and maybe um go into your lung and take a specimen out with a like, they, like a spear in there don't they they'll be able to take it and pull it out that freaked the living daylights out of me but they didn't do that luckily they just gave me a ct scan more blood tests, x-rays, and they said, you've got blood clots on your lung. And that was it. Um, they gave me some medication, take it easy, and I came out. It wasn't until a week later that with more investigation, I found I got one on each lung. So there's two medium-sized blood clots that I've got, <coughs> which I'm hoping will dissipate in time. In the meantime, I'm on blood thinners, which I've got to be careful of, um, being aware of what they are. Um, and that's basically it at the minute. 
it's, it's a bit scary thinking about that side of things. Yeah, I bet. Because Presumably it's not Warframe that you're on, it'll be the new substitute for that. It, it is, yeah. It's, yeah. I, can't, I can't think what it's called now, but uh, yeah. But he said, when I'm working, if I bang my head, I need to go straight to A&E. I'd have to go in for a CT scan on the head. Well, if you bang your head, that's probably a, a sensible thing to do anyway, no, but isn't the, it? The point, the point that, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, <clears throat> yeah. because of the blood, you could get a blood clot or you could, could ooze out, you know, like a bruise does. It's a bit more a bit more worrying that you know, I'd need to go, so I'm not going to do any sort of heavy work at the moment. It's much more serious. Sorry. I was just saying, presumably, if you cut yourself seriously Yeah, I was going to well. say the same thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, cause, um, she did know, when I did the blood test the other week, Mum said, your blood is up. She said, yeah, she, I could tell. <laughs> it was oozing out into the capsule that she was taking the, you know, doing it. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's, uh, it, it was, I'm not so bad now, but for a while I was just worried about it, not knowing what the outcome would be. Yeah, my, my uh, dad was on blood thinners for, well, all of his retired life because he was a lorry driver and his retirement was falling off the top of a lorry. Right. He always did try and make a bit of a drama out of stuff. Mm. <laughs> and uh, he ended up being on uh, warfarin mm. and then transferred to some other stuff right up until you know the day that he died. And I know with the warfarin, because it's effectively rat poison, mm. it um, made his skin go really weird. Right. Uh, on his arms and you know say it was sort of it felt like tissue paper over mm. his arm and yeah the slightest thing and it would cut and bleed and it's, it's not nice no well with this i have to carry a card in my wallet explaining what i'm on as well in cases well i suppose if i had a traffic accident or something really bad i don't know do you have to keep getting your blood count measured as well no no i just take i'm on a i'm on a one tablet a day now right which I was on too, but uh, I've got to go to the PE clinic soon. They'll wait for an appointment, mm. which is the, and I can't even pronounce it, but it's the embolism that I've got. <clears throat> it's for that. But um, I, I was glad that they didn't do another CT scan because I did not like that at all. I don't know if any of you guys experienced things like that, but um, no, I did. I won't keep yeah. that at all. Basically, what they did is where I had the um, where I had in my on my right side in my elbow, well, in the crease of the the arm, I had the cannula in there. And they, when I was, we got the big tube you have that you have to lay in, and you put your arms behind you, and they, out of the cannula they inject some liquid that goes around your body. Yeah. And it makes you feel like you want to have a piss because it warms up the whole body, but you don't. It just that's the effect it gives you. And uh, I was not keen on that at all. And that's the idea that that fluid goes through that they can see what what's going on. So yeah, yeah, all good fun. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's like one. One step down from an MRI, isn't it? Okay, a CT scan. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure which an MRI is now because I've had scans before where I've had to drink like fixed milkshakes and stuff like that. Yeah. But they just checked. Said they did. They checked a few things. Said we can't see any cancers there and stuff like that as well, which is nice to hear. Yeah, um, you know, but uh, I've that's my second experience in the hospital, and I'm not keen on that. You know, anyone that's in there long term, I, I pity them on that. And I feel for them. Mm. I, this is only the second time I've actually been in the hospital for, for something. And the first time being a hernia operation. So, yeah. uh, you know, something I don't like to do. I mean, it's funny, me and the missus were talking, we were watching a TV show, and this guy in the TV broke his arm. and said, I've never actually had a plaster. I've never broken any bones, ever done anything like that. Never had plaster cast or anything, you know. So from that, you know, I've been pretty good to stay away from hospitals. I, I did when I, when I was a kid, I did, but not, not as an adult. 
Mm. No, I had a broken arm when I was a kid, but yeah, uh, yeah nothing as an adult. Yeah. Not, not in plaster, anyway. No, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, um, anything else you want to mention before we move on? Nope. Uh, I could just say that Bethesda, and, uh, Bethesda is, is one thing I'm into at the minute, but I'm sure I'm going to talk about Fallout 4 again later. I have finally picked, finally ordered, because they're back on release, is some soundtracks from Bethesda, which were out of stock for donkeys so i've got a full full about four vinyl box set for fallout 4 and a box set for skyrim coming and also a single one for skyrim which is just the atmosphere so that is just a single one which would be interesting so is that like animal animal noises and things like that i don't know i think it's just probably the, the world actually i should imagine actually just sort of that sort of music so when you want to relax just put that i on. hope that isn't more than about a seven inch single really it's an album. It's about it's two 20-minute tracks. Wow. I but... do own the, the soundtrack to Skyrim uh, because I think the music's amazing. It is. But, well, um... That I didn't... I only found that the other night because on Bethesda you just can't get it. It's expensive on eBay. I found the Fallout 4 box set on Amazon, so I picked it up there. And it's Zavi where I found the Skyrim box set. So, so that's amongst other things I've got ordered them because I've actually got ordered the Persona soundtrack for the PlayStation game, which is coming in June. But um, yeah. that's problems. <laughs> well, actually, there's more gaming soundtracks. They're not. I mean, because it's funny because the way the world is at the minute, I've only just received my two Halloween soundtrack from Rob Zombie which should have come last year, right? And because they were delayed for so long, uh, Waxworks packaged them up, and I got uh, another free mat from a vinyl deck as well with, with Michael Myers on it. So, yeah, all good. All good vinyl and plastic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we move on? Because we've rattled on for too long. So if we should go straight into gaming this week. No longer a dream, but a reality. Okay, so which one of you guys is going to rattle these off then? Well, should we all take turns? Yep. Yeah. Do you want to go first, Ed, Steve? Because it's Xbox and you're Mr. Xbox. <laughs> well, yeah, you never. <laughs> I see you. He never pops up. I noticed today actually, it popped up on my screen. He was on the Xbox, even though I was offline. Didn't realise it. That's another story. Yeah, um, I was. I was. I was catching up on my gamer score. I've got four thousand nine hundred eighty-five for this month. Is that all? Yeah, yeah. that's since the first. <laughs> we're we're on the four. I was going to say, we're four days in already. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm lagging behind because I've been off. So. You know. Okay, so Xbox back. I completed back two games this morning. One game, then. Yeah, these are indie games, Mark. Them. These are not uh, RPGs. Uh, excuse, um, excuse me. One of them was an interactive movie, one with four different endings. That's going to play it four times, which I'll be talking about later. Suffering for the cause. You, you will, you will like it, Steve, because you, you like that. Blurry. You, you like blurry, that other mate. one. That, Mark, hey, you got blurry then. That was weird. Oh, that was my eyes, my glasses. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so there's a new list for the X back compact games that are playable via the xCloud and Hayden will eventually get the um, Apple version because they said they were still ready to release that at some point. It's supposed to be out in the next few months. Yeah. So the list we have here is Banjo-Kazooie we've got Banjo-Tooie Double Dragon Neon, Fable 2 Fallout New Vegas Gears of War 2, Gears of War 3, Gears of War Judgment Jetpack Refueled with Touch Crawls Enabled Cameo, Perfect Dark Zero, Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion, the two Viva Pinata games, 
uh, one with touch, both touch controls and the TRD version as well. Plenty to get into there if you're using the X thousand. Mark, are you using it at all or not? Or I haven't. No, I um, I could, but I don't get on with touch controls at the best of times. To be honest, I find my son's very good at them, but mm. uh, that whole sort of <clears throat> substitute joist pad on the end sort of corner of the screen. I don't know. I, I think it's just a case of persevering and getting used to it. I think I could could use it. Well, the more you more you play, the more I use the Razer controller, which you take around the whole phone. Giving you yeah, the yeah. Um, that works a treat and. I, I sometimes will sit in the, in the lounge when the TV's on, just carry on playing games that way round. As we were saying last week, though, Steve, that's what the Switch is for. Yeah, we don't have we, Xbox, don't have a Switch. Yeah, <laughs> I, I said that the only uh, Switch you had is a light Switch, <laughs> not a Switch <laughs> light. Yeah, yeah. That joke was so good, we had to say it in two weeks, really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just play, yeah, play something different, you know. Yeah, right. Try obviously two D. I mean, some two D platform games work pretty well for that sort of idea. I don't think um, a lot of shooters it's, it's well worth for it because you need the screen and yeah and stuff like that. But uh, you know, yeah, you, I, Steve, you can play Bethesda games on the oh, Switch. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have Skyrim on the Switch. Yeah, yeah. But and you, it's you know the what? Only- that's it. He's going to be buying one tomorrow. No, yeah. you it's can't the only place you can play Hades other than PC. You admit, Mark, you need a 4K TV to appreciate. I have Skyrim. a 4K TV in the main room. Yeah. Have you tried modding on, on Skyrim on there? Have you ever played with it yet? You know, I, I have, but hmm. not on my main save. Because then, for fear of sounding like Hayden's achievement obsession... You don't get the achievements if you mod. No, you don't. No, I've, so, got, a separate, and, I've got a separate character for Fallout 4. But, um, yeah, I think that's what I'll have to do and start again. But do you know what? I Well, I'll, I'll talk about that later with what I've been doing. But with that, but it, it works well. Trust me on that. It's, it's really good. I do want anyway, to have a look at them. I will have a look at them. Yeah. Anyway, so what else have we got here? So, Hayden. Uh, we've got Lego Star Wars a Star, uh, Skywalker Saga has evidently missed its April launch window, so it's going to be later in the year, but we don't know when. I don't think it matters right now. <laughs> no, no. I was I was thinking similar, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've got all the other Lego games anyway, so... I can't imagine it's got a lot of pre-orders. I'm kind of looking forward to playing it, though. I like Lego if, games. If they, but... can, if they can go back to... Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga that was a really good selection of games yeah. and if they produced something that was like that rather than Lego Star Wars 3 or The Force Awakens one then that'll be a really good yeah. Lego game I, you see I still think the best one they ever did so far out of all these Lego games was the Indiana Jones that for me I think topped it if I could have typed that in before Steve had said it Mark so that you could have said I would have predicted exactly what <laughs> Steve would have said then I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars, but the Indiana Jones saga—I weren't too keen on the Harry Potter that, but it's just the way the mechanics work with it, and 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 the actual home area where you used to run around the museum for everything else. It just it worked, I think, really well for me. I think Harry Potter tried to be a bit more, though, didn't it, um, than mm. the sort of normal Lego games in the sort of. They went. They tried to go too deep, and, not, and they yeah. Where it's pretty much simplified, I, I suppose that's the right word to use. Everything worked well how it should do, but if you want to make it more of an RPG, or they want to play with it, don't you know? Don't don't break something that's not going to be broken, you know? No. But, uh, cool. Right, who's going to talk about Matt 
No Man's Sky then, because I'd actually be hating well, on that. If you don't mind, I'll just talk about this one, Matt, because I've been playing No Man's Sky as well, so that's uh, another uh, one. But basically, there's a new update. Um, you know, one of these great things that Hello Games is doing at the moment with um, No Man's Sky is the fact of the numerous updates that they've uh, continued to do with this game all of which are free none of them are paid for content mm. and now there's a brand new mode called expeditions which is in no man's sky and uh, will change each season with plenty of incentives for space survivalists at the moment they've actually got on on a daily basis for the next few days so if you pick this up on monday you'll have two more days of this if you watch Twitch streamers with drops enabled on this and you've read, uh, linked your account, your Twitch account to your No Man's Sky uh, account, you'll get free things like ships, weapons, all of that sort of stuff in the game, uh, depending upon how long you've been watching it for. But there's different things every day for 15 minutes up to three hours of watching these uh, these Twitch streams. So, you know, just leave it on in the background and get a load of stuff for No Man's Sky. But it's it is really um, really good uh, the way that what they've uh, done. The, I'll talk about No Man's Sky later on in what we've uh, what we've been playing. Uh, but um, you know whether it's easier, insufferable difficulty. Each of the milestones is going to unlock lots of uh, mission patches to display once you've completed them as well in game. So they're going for this sort of like new reward season system, like everybody's mm. going seasons, aren't they? But uh, it's, you know, I think Hello Games have been fantastic with this. I know they came under a lot of fire and they were thrown under the bus and Sony reversed over them, then drove over them, repeated it 50 times and then drove off. But, you know, they've, they've really uh, stepped up the game since uh, the initial release, I think. I don't think I've played it since. I've got, I think I own it on both consoles. Yeah. Same here, yeah. But I don't think I've touched it. No, me neither. I yeah. tried it. Um, really early doors, like near release, and um, I found it a bit frustrating. I seem to remember, mm. but uh, I haven't looked at it since. It's on Game Pass now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On PC and on uh, Xbox. Yeah. Is and you having to... <coughs> no? Is there um, like the the passes that you have to buy for the seasons, or it's all free? No, it's like... free. Everything's free. Mm. That's good. Again, I'm assuming that's maybe invested in time for that as well, though, isn't it? It's the sort of game you've got to be dedicated to at this point if you never touched it. Yeah. But, I mean, there is a story there. There is, um, obviously, multiplayer. There's expeditions, a survival mode. There's a building mode because you can build bases and stuff like that now. Mm -hmm. You can have massive fleet carriers and all of that sort of stuff. So they've done an incredible amount to this game. And it does look quite nice as well it does look very attractive when you're playing it especially if you're playing it on pc but you know yeah. master race what can you yeah. say uh, but even on Boring. the on. even on the xbox one uh, mm -hmm. or the series x you know the more underpowered machines to the pc so this is our 4k ultra hd as well now then by the way yeah mm. on every format that is or yeah, I'm just looking. On, I'm looking on. Um, I'm looking on the Xbox on the phone here. Just did a search on the app and it's got it in there saying that what it does. So, yeah, okay. I mean, not right now. I don't think I fit the time to play another game like that at the minute. I'll I'll talk about picking it up again because I've got mm. some things to say about that because my son and I we were just playing it before we came on uh, and we started we've started from scratch, right from the beginning and we're 
both on the same planet, both can see each other, all of that sort of stuff. So I'll talk mm. about it in a bit. Okay, so another game I looked at. Mark, do you want to talk about this? Because I, I did turn it on for five minutes and then turned it off again. But uh, do you want to... The CD Project Red? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the, the 1.2 patch release for Cyberpunk now. Uh, over 100 bug, fix, bug fixes and improvements. Um, increases NCPD spawn radius when a crime is committed making it longer for the priest to arrive at the scene of the crime. Um, issues with enemies wouldn't fall on the ground after being killed. It's, it's visual glitches and uh, some gameplay tweaks, isn't it, mm-hmm. largely. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they're trying to claw back. One of my questions, if I'd, have, if I'd have done questions this week, one of them would have been, is it too late? That's what I was uh, thinking. Well, you know. I... It's, it's one of the one of the things they still haven't fixed, and it bugs me out. <laughs> no pun intended. Is that on the way the screen sits on my TV? There's a bit either side missing slightly. It's not sitting sweet as it should do. There's no adjustment in game then. I haven't no. picked it up yet. But is that no. to do with the way that you uh, Xbox calibrated your TV? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. No, I've tried. I've mucked around with that as well because I've looked at the PC when it's on running on a PC screen. It's same sort of size, sort of similar sort of you know, dimensions, even at TV are, but it, it just cut off on the sides a little bit, and that just annoys me. And there is, I have, I have read about that, and people have moaned about it, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure how that is going to be fixed. I mean, the TV set up as best as it can with Xbox anyway, that's pretty much easy to do, but I can't, I just, there's nothing I can do with that at the moment. I mean, it's not too bad, but it's just, it's one of those things, if you, I mean, I'm not OCD like some, but it just, irritates me do you know what i mean yeah i paid now it would freak him out honestly see silent isn't it? <laughs> not rising to it <laughs> nice but i will i will go back to the game once that 4k sits in there and it looks as good as it should do i will go back and start a new character oh, i mean if you look at the media it's, I don't think it can decide itself whether the 4K patch will ever happen. Mm. Some people are saying here's an estimated date of arrival, and some people are saying it's looking unlikely now. But I well, think they I have. Just, yeah, if Microsoft, they let them do the, the FPS boost with it and everything else, that might help them out. It's an interim fix. But yeah. again, that's up to see Project Red's idea. I know there's DLC to come out, because I'm, I'm not going to say how the game ended, but I thought this this needs to carry on from this point on, and my ending I had, um, wow, I didn't expect what I got, but I thought I want more from that ending. So whether or not they will carry on from that point, I don't know. I hope they do. But none of you have played it yet, so well, hey, I've it. played it. Yeah, you, you completed it. No, I just didn't get on with it. Yeah. If you, if you know what I mean, it was one of my, uh, which I haven't bothered buying it, sort of uh, games. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing now, isn't it? Now, I think we have to, which we'll talk about later, is just hold off on buying games until they might come free or whatever, you know? Well, it, it's certainly the approach that I've started playing on um, PlayStation 5 and Xbox between them. Mm. So, for example, I bought um, the Star Wars Squadrons on, Playsta- on PlayStation 4 because mm. I thought that's going to appear at some point on Game Pass. So there's no point in me buying it on Xbox to still have it on Xbox when it's on there. Mm. So I bought it on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. But that's so, to say, 
you're playing it on two different platforms. That's just down to your achievement hunting scenarios, isn't it? Well, sometimes it just it's quite nice to play a game with a different controller. Yeah, I did. Oh well, I did delete Destiny Two off my PlayStation today. What? Because I've got no point in playing it. Why should I play it on an inferior machine? There's no point. So I deleted it. Got yeah. half, got all yeah. that space back. <laughs> he hasn't got a PlayStation Five. That's why. Yeah, I don't need for one. I don't need it. I have everything there in green at the moment. <laughs> Until a time comes where Final Fantasy is needed at is the moment. It, well, no. did you download it? What? Final Fantasy. Well, I've got Final Fantasy already on mine, haven't I? Seven? Remake? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got that, yeah. But obviously, what I won't get, they're doing some extra content, apparently, for the PlayStation 5 yeah. version of it, which is pathetic. I think that's typical Sony by the sounds of it at the moment, what they're like. I don't know why they can't give that content to the PlayStation 4 users. Because they were there buying it in the first place. But I'm not here to whinge about Sony. That's not my, it's not my cup of tea. What, what do you mean, Steve? You're always here to whinge about Sony. It's your <laughs> professionalism. If you went well, on Mastermind, it would be my specialist chosen subject is <clears throat> whinges about Sony. That's <laughs> me having to do it. Or <laughs> with a sideline of Nintendo because it's for kids. Yeah, that's it is right. so. It is. It is. I'm no, no, it's not, Steve. It's not. We at established all. this last week, Steve. No, I'm not. I'm not having it. Honestly, I'll tell you what. Let, let's have a majority vote, Mark. Anybody who three. agrees, it's, it's for everybody. Now, hands up. Majority wins. There we go. Motion carried. Sorry, Steve's I'm wrong. Go like <laughs> you out there can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> Yes, he, he thinks he's the Winston Churchill, but with his hand the wrong way around. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anybody else want to chip in with what else we got here? Uh, there is also a new gen version of The Witcher 3 that's been released in the second half of 2021 as well. I saw a screenshot, actually, of Henry Cavell finishing off the new season. No, not the TV series, the game. No, no, I'm just saying on the TV series. Oh, yeah, season two, yeah. Without a tash. <laughs> yeah. But, um, anyone interested in that? No. No. When Skyrim came to the Xbox One and PS4, it was still the same, you know? It's the same game, essentially, and it looked a little bit prettier, but mm. nothing compared to the games that were recent or contemporary for yeah. that machine or those machines. It will look nice so with a ray tracer. It will. Uh, I don't know. It's old. But then it says the man that plays Skyrim every week still. I don't know. Well, there are different, different scenarios, though. You can mod that. They are. I have played Witcher. I never completed it the first time. No, anyway, me so. neither. No, I didn't either. If that's going to be a freebie, though, I would, I would take it. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be a free upgrade mm. uh, for you, if you've already I got own, it. I do own all the DLC as well, so mm. <clears throat> maybe in a lean time at some point. That's, that, that's a game I've got on my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit small, though, I think, those sort of games, aren't they, for that? You think or not? We can what, play the Witch on your TV. The, yeah. the Witch is a bit small for the for, but, the no, on, for, for a tablet, not for a tablet, but for a, a screen size such as that. That sort of game, you, you lose some of the immersiveness in it, mm. or not? Not really, no, I don't think so. I think depends it depends where you are, I would say, slightly. I mean, if you could put some headphones on at the same time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Which right. you would. Well, depends where you're playing, isn't it? If, if you're, you're not going to sit on the train with The Witcher 3 blaring out to the rest of the carriage, Well, I w- I, the thing is, though, you wouldn't actually play The Witcher 3, would you, on a train? If you're well, on a you would journey, if you had headphones. If you're, on a journey, if you're on a journey from Penzance to, I don't know, Scotland, then yeah. Inverness, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably complete it. <laughs> you can probably complain it in that time, I don't know. 
Yeah. Incredibly, yeah. did you see the uh, stuff about Microsoft Flight Simulator? Somebody has um, modded Microsoft Flight Simulator to show the Suez Canal situation with the blockage. <laughs> and they've put a YouTube video on it on there as well. So the link's in the notes there, guys, so you can have a watch. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a look at that later. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been taking too much care and attention to news at the minute. It's sort of... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I've got a few, obviously a few people that have passed away, I think, recently as well. But um, I can't remember who they were now. There was a couple that I've noticed. When does that come out for Xbox? Flight Simulator? Summer, I think. Summer. Yeah. Yeah. Just haven't mentioned which year yet. <laughs> yeah. Quite uh, now, Quite now. looking forward to it. Yeah, I am. It's, I, as you say, a lot of people play it for an hour or two. I think it depends what sort of person you are to, you know, think for... for but looking at stuff that's historical and going around the world, seeing Sydney Opera House and flying around these different areas, I think yeah, it's pretty cool to yeah, definitely. I think the, the thing well, for that game is that there's there's two different levels to it. You want something that is just sort of like instant arcadey kind of player, mm. and then you want so that people can go up and fly around in whatever plane that they want, and you know, flat go and look. Oh, look, there's my house. I can see it and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And then you've got the people who actually want to play a flight simulator. That have got their room made up to look like a 747 with their missus in the background <laughs> holding a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you want the fish, sir? No, I think I'll have the fish for dinner. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I do get that. I mean, do they, I suppose they don't, do they? Some of the biplanes, do they make them pretty standard or are they literally simulated to the letter? Everything's simulated to the letter. I remember reading about somebody who was commented on this game is so amazing he was having to look up the manual online for some sort of plane to find out how to turn on the internal night because we're flying at night <laughs> that's crazy yeah it's kind of that's part of its reputation though isn't it mm. really? but there's a feel for that sort of thing though isn't there simulation. really whether it's trains planes or automobiles there's people that like to just play simulation games yeah yeah, yeah people are like for example really weird games like train simulators <laughs> Yeah. It's all right, honestly. Trust me, it's something really different. I've got my firmness with me. <laughs> did you ever do train spotting as a kid? No. I did. No. Yeah. Yeah. You no, did I, I, I did bird spotting. Oh, she's a bit of art, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did all sorts of stamp collecting and all sorts of things. Sorry, it's just terrible. Just the one ticket, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just for the platform so I can go and touch the frame. Guess what I've got under my anorak? It's a thermos. <laughs> I've not seen a thermos that big, sir. Anyhow, should we move on to some exciting yeah, news? I think so. So, Game Pass. Um, I've been looking, personally, been looking at MLB The Show for the Xbox. I've been playing it for a few seasons now on PlayStation, so I've had that. Thoroughly enjoy it. I've not pulled Fantastic the trigger. Game. It is. It's, it's superb. I've not pulled the trigger on the Xbox of yet, and we didn't have to because Shock and Awe on April Fool's Day, it's coming out on Game Pass on day one. Oh, no. And I, uh, that is the biggest news story of the year, I think. For me, a play, yeah. A, a PlayStation game that's been going for 15 years and it's still made by a PlayStation company yeah. is going to be on an Xbox. And I think the tide will be turning with that one. Just just me being naturally suspicious of this, mm. what's the bets that there's going to be in that purchases? No. No, no more than there would be for, like, I don't know, FIFA? DLC or whatever. Yeah, the, the, yeah. 
I don't so, know whether they they don't have they do they, they have, have coin systems. Yeah, yeah, they do. I've don't not looked into it though. No, I, I've never. I don't think in the last one I purchased it was last year, the year before. I think it's to do with more of the stats and updates and bits and pieces. But yeah, you're playing a regular season of baseball. I don't think you need it. No, I think even on if you're just playing mates online, I don't think you need anything either. No, no. But it's going to be. It will be the base game that's going to be on the um, game pass. Yeah, you still get all the roster updates and that kind. Oh of yeah, thing, of course. Imagine. But it just looks so good. I can't explain how good that game looks. No, it's going to even be massive. On the even on the PS4 Pro at the moment, playing on there. Do you feel that this is Sony sort of um, recognising the impact that Bethesda is going to have or the loss of Bethesda on the on the Sony side mm. and trying to strike up some sort of deal to give some of, maybe, mm. you know, this could be a trend of some of the more traditional Sony franchises like this game and like one or two other ones coming onto Xbox in such a way to ensure that it keeps Microsoft sweet to release the next Elder Scrolls on their system as I well as... I think it's probably nothing to do with it, personally. I, money talks, obviously. Mm. They've gone straight to the people that make it, and um, they said yes to that. I don't know. I would love to get Flan all in, in PlayStation in their conferences just to see what how this goes. Yeah, I mean, me too. <laughs> the likelihood of it, and I know you two guys love it, but it is more of a niche um, exclusive. I, yeah, I mean, you, it yeah. definitely is. Yeah, yeah. You have I to. Think, you're not and it's, really, and it's not want, really going to be a console seller. It, no, but no, I think but what, what it, what I it will say do. Is I suppose being on Game Pass is likely to bring in a much wider audience yeah. than if it had just been a Sony exclusive has come to Xbox mm. and you have to buy it. You know, it's it's available now. And I would have bought it anyway, as you would have done, Steve. Absolutely. But but now it's on Game Pass. So mm. you're going to just make a much, you know, your access to a much bigger market. See, this, this think, is why I think that there's going to be in-game purchases in it. No, the, if you look at the base game and look at all the different games that are out there, you can see what you can get within that. They don't have, it's not like FIFA with uh, uh, the Ultimate team. team. No, it isn't. And it isn't EA, no. you know. Um, so, which I mean, most EA sports games now have some variation of Ultimate Team. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure they do. Mm. Um, and because this isn't EA, I unless they jump on it, you know, on that particular wagon, I don't think it will. No, it works no so need, well no, as it is. There's no need the to. And no. if, you look at, if you look at the different versions of what you get in the game for the prices, that's the bit they're talking. You'll be talking about with the extra coins yeah. that you use in the rosters and bits and pieces. But I don't think that's <clears throat> not I've seen ever been purchasable before. Not within 15 years, anyway. I used to be green with envy if it's the right term to use. That when I did have a PlayStation, I wanted to play MLB the Show. Yeah, same here. And you get the only other. Um... Well, the only game that was available on Xbox was RBI Baseball. That was and as well. It was rubbish, yeah. Mm. Really rubbish. Compared to the show, there, well, there is no, car- no comparison. It's, it's what, I suppose, it's what FIFA is to the Premiership. Yeah, yeah. And basically. it gives you that experience of watching, feeling you're actually watching a game of baseball with American TV. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's, I mean, I know there's some of the football games in the past that, didn't have the, the the licensing, but this is licensed to the hill, and it's got all the stadiums are there, all the, the shirts, everything that's involved with baseball. I mean, it's huge in America anyway, obviously. Yeah. And I think 
this will, as I said, people will download this out of curiosity and will be very much surprised, I think. Mm. I'll be interested to see if it actually does, not this year now, but next year, maybe spark a different publisher to try and bring out some competition. Because right now, in that, in baseball as a sport, there is no other game to play, really. Not not on that AAA level. No, there was one years ago, I remember playing on the PlayStation 1, I think it was. Which I, hate. I can't remember what it was, but it was anyone that was available. I used to play that all the time. Yeah. Um, but it is, say, this is a Marmite game probably at one point. Yeah, I think it's not the sort of game you're going to just try and think, yeah, that's, you know, you're either going to get it. I think it's a bit like cricket games, isn't it? You either enjoy them or it's all just a bit. Yeah. slow and... and the same with american football i mean not everyone yeah. likes that that's a different kettle of fish but uh you know every time that the super bowl comes around people like to probably pick it up and play it a little bit but um yeah yeah but baseball is more of a playable game i think definitely so you can play that with minimal knowledge i think probably the term for you mm. uh, yeah it, i think it's gonna i think it's, it's either gonna pave the way for more because i mean if if, if rumors are abound that we, i think you've probably spoken about Ubisoft probably being purchased at some point for Game Pass. You know, there won't be too many left that Microsoft haven't bought. And I think how this now, how this progresses for the future for the, for the Xbox, it's, it's nothing but just good good forum because they've had so much slating in the last few years. And PlayStation obviously doing so well with their single player games that, you know, exclusive. It's the issue only... is, is that we need both of them because um, Nintendo. Don't play with others. They're that kid who's at the back of the pay- playground when all of the other ones are all together. Mm. And we need Sony and Microsoft to keep each other in check because if the, we only end up with one of them, that's the worst case scenario because then you've got a monopoly on console gaming yeah. so, or the majority you, of it. It's something I've not looked into. I only heard about it when I was watching, listening to Destin Legari talking about Game Pass idea and what's going on with it but what's happened about playstation store then what's happening with that is it, is it some parts you can this, this down is what we talked about last week it's playstation 3 playstation and 3 vita, vita. and psp mm. yeah um oh. they're they're stopping your bit oh the the stores are closing in july and august right uh for those but the update to last week's uh news item that Mark and I both talked about is that the you are still going to be able to download your games you're just not going to be able to buy new ones mm. so if you've got your digital copy because this is what we were talking about was um you know I was saying I think I need to get my PlayStation 3 on stick in a hard drive and download everything that I own but mm. I don't need to do that because I'll still no. be able to connect and download mm. I just won't be able to buy a new PlayStation 3 game well, to be honest, though, I was saying that that compat on Xbox done so well, uh, there, there is a market for it. So are Sony missing out? But this is this is what I'm talking about. About we mm. need Microsoft and X, uh, so so Microsoft and Sony to both be in this field because they both have different ideas and they both end up copying each other at some point or another. At the moment, Sony is very, very hesitant about doing backward compat because what they want to do is sell you the game again, badging it as a you know, a PlayStation 4 version of the game that's had mm. no upgrades, is exactly mm. the same game, probably still running under emulation, but it's another cash grab for them. Whereas Microsoft have said, no, we're not going to do that. If you already own the game, you own the game. Yeah. Do you think it'll happen? Do you think Sony will bring back Cat to 
that compared to the PS5? I think if they keep losing people in droves over to Microsoft, they're going to have to. They're going to have to look and say, what are they doing different to what we're doing? Just like Microsoft has had to do this time on, in the last gen, mm. because Sony owned them last gen. It's no two ways about it. They did. I love both consoles. I'm not bothered about whichever one. <clears throat> but Sony owned Microsoft in the last gen, and you know, credit to him, Phil Spencer's turned it around. Hardware sales, Sony are still much bigger install, though. Much bigger sales in terms of. But that's going to be down to what's being sold off at the moment. Isn't yeah, it? it's Weird. an interesting. Situation because though, I was, because yeah, go I was, on, Steve. If I if I'd have found it, I'd have probably put it on the, on the Facebook. There was I was listening to Destin Legary talking about the dominance between the two. But when you work out really what's been available, it's a bit of a it's a false sort of look at how we are at the moment. Mm. Now whether or not they can say by end of the year, if we've made two thousand consoles and we've so we've sold that two thousand, that's fine. And the same for Microsoft. We're not they're not regularly going to be in the stores at the minute. And this might not be for, maybe, I don't know if within the next year, is it? It's still going to be few and far between. So this base that we have is probably a false figure. But when you look at Game Pass and you look at how many people are now going onto Game Pass, people are purchasing, maybe they're purchasing another Xbox, but not maybe the Series X, just, just for that as well. You know, so <clears throat> cause I think Yes is more readily available, isn't it? Well, yeah. it's not only that, but people are be also picking up old Xbox One or Xbox One S's or X's yeah. as well because the, there's a load the of those side, on the market. Yeah, but the PC side as well, people are, are, are doing it from that point of view as well. It doesn't matter which what the ecosystem is still just Xbox, isn't it? Mm. Uh, did you mention about? I I've looked into this a lot. Did you mention about Xbox Network? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they're just trying to evolve by the looks of it, and right now they're doing everything right. You can't yeah. put, put wrong with that. It, Game Pass is just undeniable value, isn't it, really, at the moment? And it yeah. just keeps growing. I know. I mean, I mean, when you look at games, which I suppose we're talking about, you know, Outriders, for example, um, you know, I just honestly couldn't believe when I put, put, put me PlayStation on this afternoon just for a little look. And it looks, everything they're, they're asking me to buy, I don't need to, you know. But I don't know. I want to see what PlayStation want to, want to how they're going to, move forward themselves to uh, keep their, their clan happy because I know forget the fanboy bit for a minute, for a minute there's been a lot of rumblings over this and um, people are very much pissed off from the Sony side of, you know the, the gamers because they probably feel let down well so, they're getting rid of their exclusives to uh, multi-format or at least Microsoft yeah. and then Microsoft putting them on Game Pass is, is not going to make anyone happy apart from well certainly not Sony is it not if you're no. a Sony fan and no. you know they 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 they're still a um, they're still games that like to be loved from what they support or what they like to play their platform from. But if Sony are going to feel that it's out of their hands, it's, are they thinking what's going to be next? You know, could I mean what if Microsoft bought Square Enix? What if that was next? Heavens above, you don't know, do you? It's no. not possible. It's they, it is possible to still happen things like that. I mean, it'd be interesting to see. I'm sure they're still looking who to purchase. And, yeah, I don't think they've stopped by any means. No, I know they tried to purchase Nintendo, but they were laughed off that one. But give them the ball to try. That was a long time ago, though. It was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Different market. Mm. But you're in a situation where people are envious over the Xbox software arrangement, games arrangement, but most people own PlayStations. Mm. Or more people own PlayStations <laughs> at the and, moment. And the irony of it is, is where 
Microsoft has gone down this sort of gaming as a service sort of approach, which Sony has the garlic and the holy water and the crucifixes out and holding it at bay. Then the same with back compat. Microsoft is having exactly the same approach with VR, yet we've now got PlayStation going to be releasing PSVR 2. And it was mentioned, I think, I can't remember where I heard it, it was mentioned about VR again. He said that's not the direction we're going to go down. Yeah. It's something they don't need to do. But the thing is, they've already got the headsets there because they've got the Microsoft augmented reality headsets. All they need to do is say, right, that's the official Xbox headset. They've got the controllers there or even the for Oculus, it or as even, well. Or even, even they could even partner up with Oculus, which they probably do to a certain degree already, maybe, I don't know. I'm but, surprised you know. that hasn't happened, yeah. So things like that are possibilities, but right now they're concentrating on how their their mechanics are working with Game Pass and, and, and purchasing companies. So you can now say that there are games to play on the Xbox where before Sony were laughing them laughing them off about it, where you know you've got no games to play. But <laughs> it is almost like Microsoft saying, "Who needs exclusives?" Really, you know, you don't if you can offer this format and this mm. whole paid games of service and do it as well as they are seemingly doing yeah. it at the moment I mean, you, it, but, it's overcoming any need for exclusives to an extent the simple fact is though is that the console manufacturers need the exclusives because if if we already have everything on every platform then your differentiation in terms of what equipment that you're going to buy, you're going to buy a PlayStation, you're going to buy an Xbox, is going to be judged by how does each one perform in the games and how much is it. Mm. But don't, and that's not what, certainly what not what Sony want to do. Sony want you to go to their <coughs> platform because they're for gamers and this is it. But look at other people that have tried to tried to do the idea of gaming, you know, other services that have come out. I mean, Amazon Games what it was another one that maybe trying to sprout its wings it's but... a bit of a full start though isn't it at the moment yeah. the yeah. apple games yeah apple arcade yeah google but the, the situation with you know everything being on every platform and you're just choosing over personal preference i mean i isn't that what we do with our phones essentially you know you you choose ios or android or mm-hmm. used to be yeah Windows, but there but... you've still got two different you've got two competitors you've got the android camp and the ios camp you haven't got the Android camp. No, but the in innovation is different within each, but in different directions, I suppose. I don't know. There's not much. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying is it goes down to your console then, doesn't it, in terms of how much is it, how much budget have you got, and what can each one do? So if they can both play, how are you going to decide? And most people probably decide on an Xbox Series X because it's the most powerful of the consoles because you wouldn't go with a PlayStation 5 at that point then would you because you'd have the same operating system the same games see I I think by the end of the year now I'm going to I'm going to put this out there I could be completely wrong so by the end of the year we'll have could have the new Forza game out we'll have Halo out on Game Pass we'll have Android and Apple apps running as they are for xCloud. The next thing will be going down this route and it will be the TV we will see Xbox on every TV that has apps, and you'll be able to play xCloud on your TV without your console by end of the year. I think that's their next port of call, and that's how they'll do it. So well, complete, so, completely cloud gaming streaming. Yeah, like as well as it, that will be 
another option for you to do if you're going to go into a TV where you haven't got your Xbox, you can go into the app and carry on playing on there. But that's just following what Sony have done with PlayStation now anyway, because they've built that into the Bravia TVs. Yeah, but that, that's been exclusive for Bravia, but where this sort of app will go global on every every bake of TV that so many Netflix and YouTube is, they will, that will probably be their next port call. I think that's definitely where they're aiming. I think that the I it wouldn't surprise me if we don't end up with an Xbox app on PlayStation. Mm. Or, did they, didn't they, and on they Switch, do, they were supposed yeah, was, to be doing it Wasn't that going to happen on Switch at one point? Or was, it, it was it much talked about. about. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, it, in which case, are we even going to get a successor to the A Series X and Series X? Yes. Oh, we still will do. Why, I think because... But why not just have a little box, streaming box, that you plug in, almost like an Apple TV or something mm. like that? But it's dependent that you just on plug your... into your TV. Again, this is dependent on what your 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 background of your internet is going to be running at as well, isn't it? True. But it, re- um, but, but, it does but, requires on the infrastructure, but not only that, it requires on a big sort of like mental shift for a lot of us, mm. which is to go on to streaming services because we've all been you know, guilty of it, we've taken the mick out of Stadia, you know, because let's face it, there's a lot to take the mick out of but at the end of the day it does work well when it works well. Well yeah, I would say at the moment, and though, we'd be interested to see how it runs when you get to use it on the Apple side of it. Mm. When I can just clip my, my Razer controller around my phone and I can carry on playing Destiny or Fallout in another room and it runs perfectly. It's, it's- is this the man that said the switch was too small? No, but what I'm, I'm not saying it's too small. What I'm saying is, I would it's never for kids. Buy, it's for kids. No, <laughs> I, without joking aside, the games on Nintendo don't appeal to me. Okay, the majority of them. The big games that are on there. I have. I, I prefer on a big TV at most of the time. If we wanted to have a, a quick 2D play around on a, on my phone in another room, I can do that. Or if I want to go into Destiny. Oh, just really go and see what Zero's got while I'm sitting in the room because the clock tips over on a Friday. I'll pop in and have a look. I wouldn't play Destiny on my phone as in normally because shooters, you can't, I don't think you can do that. You need a bigger view. I thought you used to go to work and play it on your lunch hour on your phone, you said. I've tested it. I've tested it where I've been in, where I've had internet that's, that works well. I have played with it. Um, with, was it for Forza, for example? You know, that's something that's quite easy to use. I've, I mean, we've played a, another iteration of Forza with just the, the touch screen before on the phone. They did bring a game out not long ago. It's quite rapid though, Forza. Mm. Yeah. In terms of uh, you know, just... but it's just it's just trying. It's just I suppose as a gamer you like to just connect to the world, don't you? Even though you're away, it's mm. something to look at. Even if you're going to play a two D game like like Ori or something like that, you know. Well, well. Anyway, should we? Cause we are going to get. We are. Yeah. So does someone <laughs> want to talk about what we got quickly with the Xbox Store? Okay, so shall I take this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so I don't look at the Xbox Store sort of on a weekly basis as a point, but I do sometimes. And I had a look, and this week just gone, you had a Bandai, uh, Bandai Namco sale, which you could get the Tomb Raider trilogy, all three games of the reboots, for 17 quid, which I thought was mm. a bargain. Uh, there was mm. loads, of, loads of Resident Evil, all the Resident Evil series, pretty much, was on there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, older the games, the less they were. Um, but one thing I also noticed, which I didn't realise was out on Xbox, is a game called Can't Drive This. Have you heard of this? It's no. essentially a two-player game where one of you is driving a monster truck and the, whilst the other player is 
making the track up as you go. Right. And you're, it's it's over water. It's been out on PC for a while. It looks mm. great fun, but that's available on Xbox as well, which I didn't realise. Um, yeah. Really good, really good uh, multiplayer game. Just two of you, if there is. Mm. Um, but now the, the Bandai Namco sale has been replaced by an Easter sale for Xbox. Um, you've got Assassin's Creed's on there, Valhalla, Watchdog Legions, Gang Beasts. Do you know that one? That's a very yeah. funny game. Made yeah. by the same people who did Human Fall Flat, which is also a good game. Mm. Um, Hitman 3, quite big reductions. Immortals, Phoenix Rising. That is a good uh, game. That, yeah. that is a, a sleeper game, is that one. It's really excellent. Yeah, mm. I know a friend of mine's really into it. Um, my favourites, PGA and Ghost Recon Breakpoint, are there. There's loads of bargains to be had, so if you're catching it... Yeah. Have you got um, PGA 2K21 then? I have, yeah. I play it every week, pretty much. We'll have to have a game then, because I, yeah, I, just, put it on to the, I just put it on the Series X, and it just come up and say, it's now in HDR as well now, on, back, on the um, compatible options. I'll, so. um, I, I told Hayden last week that my I gave Ace Plant Man as my gamer tag to my son, because he uses it more than I do, and I'm on as Kitchen Smith now, so my gamer tag mainly for me is mm. kitchen smith now so um and do you so, ever look yeah. at yeah go on no I just say send me over a request or something sure uh do you guys ever look at the game previews section yeah yeah occasionally this has um, been a big one that you want to you know i uh friend of, another friend of mine would plays loads of a game called atlas which is in the games uh game preview section mm-hmm. so i i'll talk about it in what we've been playing but that's on there uh, it's been on there for a while, but it's from the same developers as Ark Survival Evolved, which my kids play a ton of. Um, yeah. Very popular kind of Twitch, youtube streaming game, Ark. Um, but there's another game on there that's not long been on, been on PC and beta for last year called Enlisted. Have you heard of this? It's a World War II uh, MMO kind of sh- squad-based shooter, mm. essentially. Uh, looks really good if it can deliver on uh, what it's promising it looks phenomenal uh you've got 10 classes uh you play key battles in world war ii either as an infantry or tanks or planes uh big mmo scenarios one thing i thought was interesting is that you can't i don't know how they're going to do this but they've said that you can't change the reality of what happened so if you have two sides against each other, does that mean one side's always <laughs> going to win? I don't win, know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know how they're going, how that works. It is available. Yeah. So two to four online co-op you got there. Online multiplayer of two to fifty. Yeah, um, yeah, big, big games. HD, HDR ten, six frames per second. They're Off-price selling it well. Series X, yeah. The Atlas you can pick up if there is a trial of Atlas available, which is how. Uh, mm-hmm. I played it, um, but that you can pick up for twelve forty nine. And enlisted looks amazing, but game just, preview just, and yeah, it just is, says download for free. I think is that I think enlisted is yeah. it was. I looked today and it said twenty four ninety nine. I'm sure it just says download to console on my phone. But that means you've already got it in your library. Maybe yeah, mm. but I mean I kind of quite like the idea of game previews, but. 25 quid seems too steep for me. I yeah, think. I mean, for I, a, I think for I an think incomplete my, game. My fingers were burnt. We won't go into it now. But my fingers were burnt once before I ever a preview yeah, game and I never played was, it. Uh, we, 
few. Something yeah, few. We, happy we happy few. few. We happy few. That was it. Bring back Bioshock, please. I'd love <laughs> to see a new Bioshock game. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I heard it's in the works, maybe, but well, that's me dreaming of it. I think I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, so lots of Easter sale bargains if you want to get them. Okay, so who's the new releases then? Uh, I'll do those. So we've got coming on the sixth of the fourth, Star Wars. Republic Commando on a PS4 and Switch. Also on the 6th, we've got Lost Worlds Beyond the Page, PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. Odd World Soulstorm on PC, PS4 and PS5. And on the 8th, we've got Before Your Eyes on a PC. And on the 9th, we've got Say No More. Mark, you're going for gold because I'm not reading those small words. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so Games for Gold for April the 1st, to, available all month basically, is Vikings Worlds of, what does that say? Midgard. Midgard, sorry. Um, and then 16th to the 15th of May, you've got Truck Racing. And then on 1st to the 15th, you've got Dark Void. And then you've got Hardcore Uprising from the 16th to the 30th. The last two of those are 360 games. Yeah. Have either of you played Dark Void? I think I might have done. No. I, I kind of, it's one of those ones I've looked at several times, especially back mm. in the day. Mm. Um, truck racing. Going to give it a whirl? Is there, is there a truck simulator on um, Xbox yet? That's what I don't know. <laughs> there someone is up, now. <laughs> someone upstairs actually plays the truck racing simulator. And he said, I'm going to go and drive a truck. I'm thinking, oh, I want to do that one. Well, Steve, on the PC, there's a game for you. It's called Euro Truck Simulator. That's, I, yeah, I, that's I the main actually, one. I own that. I have played that. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm just thinking of Alan Partridge now, which is the guy that was a fan of trucks. <laughs> okay, Game Pass. Yeah, the same guy who also gave Darth Maul his voice. It did, yeah. It did, uh. didn't so we've got... So, Game Pass, we've got coming as incoming to the Outriders, NHL 21, MLB The Show 21, Middleborg, City of Mages, that's April the 2nd, Papa's Quiz, also 2nd of April, Lost Words Beyond the Page on the 6th, Breath Gauge, was that Breath, Breath Hedge on the 6th, on the 7th we've got Luck, Luck Slinger, these are all weird, uh, probably um, quite cheap games, they normally get these ones, Cozy Group, anyone heard of that one on the 8th? What's a Dub on the 8th as well, Gravity Heroes on the 9th, Night Squad 2 on the 14th, Rain on Your Parade on the 15th, MotoGP 21 on the 22nd, Battle X on the 23rd, also 23rd we've got Dungeon and Grab Grafstone, um, also Judgment as well on the 23rd, and we've got Near Replicant version, whatever that is, is that a newer version of the game, is it, coming out? Or is that a re- re- remodel of it? No, evidently that's the name of it. Yeah. 1.22474487139! Right. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And then last of all, we've got R-Type Final 2 on the third year. PlayStation, anybody? Yeah, so on PlayStation this uh, month on uh, Plus, we have Oddworld Soulstorm, which is uh, available uh, from launch on the 6th, uh, Days Gone, and Zombie Army Dead War 4. Cool. Twitch, anybody? I'll do Twitch then. We have Move or Die Couch Party, Before I Forget, The Escapists, good little game that is, Mm -hmm. Uh, Moving Out and Aces of Luftwaffe Squadron. Moving moving Out's quite a fun game to play. Yeah. Escapists, I got the, I think I got the Walking Dead version of that. Yeah, there was, well there is. 
Yeah. There's loads of different versions of yeah, it. Yeah, there is. And um, what's the different games you've got there? Uh, we've got uh, Tales of Neo C. Uh, that's available up until the 8th of April at 4pm. And then after the 8th of April at 4pm until the 15th, we've got 3 out of 10 Season 2. Oh, okay. Plenty of games to keep you busy, even though the big ones aren't maybe out for you at the moment. Okay, so let's move swiftly on to our gaming week. Which is no pause for, Steve. Well, I'm, yeah, but you know what? I wanted to. Anyway. Do you know, he does it every time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who's going to start? Well, should I start? Because we've got a segue into from mine to yours, haven't we? Okay, cool. So, um, I'll start off with No Man's Sky, then I talked about it earlier on. <clears throat> I've not been on this game properly. Well, I've been loaded it a couple of times, but played it for about 10 minutes each. Um, each time after I platinumed it, this game has changed immeasurably. It's still got the same basic mechanic of doing the resource collection and all of that sort of stuff, and you have to fix your shape and you know to get up into space, all of those things as part of the tutorial. I have to admit, as a tutorial, it pretty much sucks. It It's uh, not very accessible as a tutorial no. at all. That's um, what I think let it down for me, I think. Yeah, honest. and that's what yeah. the what they really want to do, but when you actually look at what they've done inside this game now with the base building, uh, the multiplayer, the expeditions, the new new add-on where you can go, you know, exploring the galaxy and all of that sort of stuff, there's survival mode, there's your normal mode, there's builder's mode, there's all of these things. Before, you had No Man's Sky when I played it, that was it. You know, there's 14 quadrillion planets to visit. Mm. Uh, in the game, which should keep you busy either for a very long Sunday or a very long lockdown and furlough, to be honest, because you're never going to get to the end of that many uh, planets anyway. Um, it's impossible for the entire human race to visit all of that in a person's lifetime. So, I, you know, I've uh, really enjoyed dipping back in and trying this out. Uh, we did get a bit stuck quite early on trying to find a, a hematic seal for the ship, which I try, which I knew I had to craft. I got all of the pieces together to craft, but I mm-hmm. couldn't, and I just kept going round and round and round, and eventually the game decided I could craft it, and I have no idea why. I must have done something to allow me to be able to craft it, but I have no idea what. And then we lifted off, went to another planet, and carried on from there, but it's uh, such, a nice, such a nice game to play. They've put more variety in the aliens and that sort of stuff as well so it's it's great to see an old game because this was what midway through the last cycle mm. of consoles still yeah, be having free uh upgrades even now you can't mm. knock it you just can't knock it for what hello games have done mm. so i would suggest anybody if you've played it before maybe it didn't have some of the features that you wanted in it Go back and have a look now because there's a whole sort of story about alien languages and these different things as well. And just absolutely loads. Read through all of the patch notes for everything that they've done on this game. It's immense. It really is. It's, you know, this would have been four or five games down the line in most manufacturers or developers. Yeah. So, fair play to them. Yeah, really well done. And it's a shame that they didn't get uh, the award for uh, the BAFTA award for the you know the uh, evolving, best evolving, evolving game. game yeah. 
Yeah, because for where that game has come from to where it is now, it outpaces Destiny and all of the ones that were in that group. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, for start off, you have to pay for the changes in Destiny, you know, whether or not that's uh, for your seasons or for the uh, mm-hmm. expansions. So the next one that I played was uh, She Sees Red. So this is a game very much like The Bunker or those sorts of uh, games where it's an FMV uh, sort of game, only this time you're investigating a murder. And uh, there's four choices to... to, Oh, sorry, four endings to get uh, in the game. It's Mm. not an overly long game, and especially when after you've played the second game... uh, playthrough you can start to skip the cutscenes that you've seen which yeah. to be honest is quite nice because the cutscenes are quite long i would say the first play or first couple of playthroughs will probably take you about an hour and a half and then the next couple of ones will probably take you about 45 minutes with all of the additional new content in there is, is this from game pass no pc so I'm down- no, no it's, it's, it's xbox but no yeah, I'm just curious because I must have already owned it because I just looked it up while you were chatting and I'm now 23% in downloading it. It's just download to Xbox. I'm assuming I must, must already own it then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, obviously, you've bought it at some point, but no, I don't think it's a, it's not oh, a game, it was, game. I think, no, I thought this was bought with a bundle because what was the one we played with the pandemic? Remember, with the... Yeah, a, I was uh, trying to remember what that one was called, and I just couldn't remember it. And there was also the other one uh, as well, where it was about a heist. <clears throat> yeah, that one was um, Night Shift. Night Shift, yeah. So it's that sort Late of shift. game. Night Shift. Late Shift, yeah. Late Shift, Late shift yeah. yeah. That's it, yeah. In the car park with the cars and that, and yeah. you get ticks off. Yeah, yeah. So I quite like these sort of games. They're just, you know, they're just something just to sit down and relax to. It was yeah. a few hours entertainment. I had no problem. You know, I, I think I picked it up for like a couple of quid, mm-hmm. um, you know, months ago in a sale because, uh, believe it or not, Mark, I actually scour the Xbox uh, store all <laughs> <of> the time. <laughs> I know you would not believe it, would you? But, uh, you know, I'll go and have a look. And if there's a game on for like, you know, a couple of quid, I'll go, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, and, you know, give Whatever. it a good... Like, regardless sort of thing, isn't it? Uh, no, not not regardless. I do have some sort of uh, sifting mechanism. I don't just right. play absolutely anything, but I do like... <laughs> I, I like to experiment in different games, and I found some really, really good little, you know, diamonds in the rough um, mm. in there. And one of the best ones that I ever found was Planet Alpha, which was a fantastic platforming game, mm. you know, and uh, I would love to see a sequel to that one because it was really clever the way that that worked. Um, and the fact that you could actually shift the orbit of the planet so that you could force day and night cycles, stuff like that. It was uh, It was a great game. And there's loads of other ones on there i you know i quite like looking at the old sort of style retro shooters uh that they have uh on there there's um some really good ones uh i was playing one um last night i was trying to try remember uh what it was i'll just have a look at my on my gamer card um mm. i'll be able to tell you but i also I, um I, I uh, also played this morning and uh oh, sorry well i say this morning it was sort of like midnight uh, onwards, uh, I played Radon Burst, uh, sorry, Radon Blast, which is like a 
defender uh, sort of game, mm-hmm. which is uh, really quite enjoyable as well. But, you know, there's... Um, oh, it was a Solar Shifter EX. That's uh, quite an enjoyable uh, arcade kind of game that's currently on. I think that was £2. Oh, okay. Yeah, bargain. Yeah. So you can't... You know, games like that, even if you only play it for like an hour and then never play it again, you've, you know, you consider how long, you know, a decent AAA game would cost it's you know on par in terms of pound per pound mm-hmm. so yeah so that was another one so that's a free one but the one i wanted to talk about was outriders so i don't mm. i know that you're you didn't like this steve and i'm no. sure that you're gonna come on about that but i'm, I'm, I'm not gonna completely moan about it but yeah go on you start and i'll, I'll um right at the end I'm not going to moan about it. I'm just going to listen to every point that you make and then complain about what what you've said. Um, <laughs> no, the, Where's the off button on this? <laughs> the, the game, I think, is like a mashup of Anthem, Destiny and Gears of War. So it's got the Destiny grinding looter sort of based drive for you to play. It plays like Gears of War. And it looks like a cross between Anthem Environments and the Gears of War sort of characters. That's mm. sort of where I would put it. But it also has that Destiny sort of super-powered, you know, special abilities where, you know, you can do... You can be a pyromancer or a technomancer and all of this sort of stuff. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So the, that's why I would say it's like a like a sort of like very strange sort of like lab rat created love child of those three games and first off i spotted a load of graphical glitches during the pre-rendered scenes on the fmv it wasn't smooth um i found that the character models uh in the cutscenes, even when they're using the engine rather than pre-rendered don't use the outfits that your character is wearing so it's immediately, you know, stark difference. Your character that takes you away from your experience, doesn't yeah. it? Off. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, that is sort of like creating a game in 2021, 101. Make sure your character in your videos matches the character that you can play. Would you have a tick list of this when you're making this game? We want to make sure, yeah, we've got to do that, we've got to do that, we've got to do that. Yeah, that's what how I mean. Leave, how do you leave out something like that? Because obviously, in Destiny, for example, oh, Destiny have done that since last gen. Yeah, and it works well. The cutscenes. Yeah. Oh, can I just say the cutscenes blend together well in Destiny. The cutscenes in this, you load, it waits, it rocks. It's not great looking. I'm thinking, God, give me strength. It's making it that, sound like 360. And it this, is. this is what I'm wanting to say about. Because I'm, I'm complaining about this game at the moment, but I'm going to come on to some more positive stuff. In terms of this uh, as a game, loading screens. What the heck are loading screens doing on there? They might only last five seconds, but they're there. The whole point of the next gen and the SSDs is, you need, you know, loading screens are supposed to have gone. Now, if we're going to have loading screens then I want the ability to launch that game off a hard drive and I'll wait a bit longer for it to load. Otherwise, you, get rid of loading screens. But but if you're going to have a loading screen, and the only one we have in, in Destiny is the ship to planet, yeah. do that sort of mechanism, not a picture and you've got a circle going... 10, yeah, 10. exactly. So, but that, but that's, what that's what they've got, <clears throat> is a proper loading screen. 
it's only on there for a couple of seconds, but it doesn't matter. And and this is what I've always said about this generation. And somebody ill-informed in another group uh, had a different view, which I'm not going to talk about. But um, the whole the whole point is is that the SSDs were supposed to eliminate all of this need for loading screens now if we're going to have to have them still in games even if they're only going to be for a few seconds then at least give us the option of being able to say you have to be able to or you you, can, you have to either have it with minimal or no loading screens on the ssd or definite loading screens on the hard drive so that we can have a choice especially for the people who are on the Xbox Series S, so that they can free up more space and, you know, get better storage. Anyway, that's my rant about loading screens. <laughs> um, there's, there's so many things wrong with the game. It doesn't tell you a lot in terms of what you want to do. It's got some good pointers in terms of where to go, but they're not all the like the dest like the uh, compass directions <clears throat> are very much like the destiny ones where were from the bit in the environment that you're in, start running in this direction, then they'll start moving about relative to where you are because it'll it works more like a GPS running you through the map rather than anything else. I don't Which, like the idea of the like the white line though. That that's dreadful. If you're gonna have a breadcrumb trail like that, what that is, you should have that partially invisible. Like I never got a white line at all. There is. You can actually press a button and it will then give you a little white line and it will follow you to where you've got to go. And yeah, but awful. but that's uh, that's a bit like uh, Forza and stuff like that, where they've got those and Gears did that as well. Yeah, with a breadcrumb trail, I call it, which they did. They did yeah. that well in Fable because they would make that partially invisible. But yeah. this is so in your face; it's awful. It's awful. Um, I never, I never saw it. Yeah. I obviously never pressed that button. But mm. one thing I would say is, in terms of gameplay, it's very linear gameplay. It's like Gears. Like that. It's very start here, end here, be be man, be finish level sort of thing. It's not, you know, the open worldy sort of thing, or at least where I've got to it so far isn't like that. And the environments are nothing fancy. They they look if if you were looked at this game without the character, you would think that you were looking at Anthem. I think um, it looks uh, it, it, uh, loot comes plenty in the game. Sometimes it feels a bit pointless because you get stuff that's less powered than where, where you already are. Mm. And I've never really quite understood this. There's a really comprehensive skill tree uh, to be able to put, you know, to be able to choose that's your direction. Good, isn't it? Yeah. And you can reconfigure that skill tree how you want it as well. So if you've put points in and you're thinking, actually, I need a better ability for this sort of thing. Mm. Uh, for this sort of like level or whatever, if you you know you're dying, then you can reposition those points. Um, the model creation was a bit limited uh, as well. You know, there's not there's a few options, but there's not like the gazillion options that you get in like Mass Effect, for example. Mm. Um, but despite all, and I mean all of its problems, I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, and I have no idea why considering i've just complained so much about the game it was just quite fun to play i was playing single player yeah i know steve you said that you had a problem about leveling up but mm. i never had that problem leveling up when i was playing single player because it was coming up you've leveled up no i went to what was it i think i went to world tier two yeah which is what okay. i did as well yeah and then after that when i went to when i went to when i ended up Finishing what I suppose would have been like the tutorial for the game, and you're in that sort of uh, base that you're looking over 
with big staircases and you're looking into the big wide world and it says where to go from down there and it, the way they have your um, how do I put it the way they have your stash shall we say mm-hmm. which you have was in a crate which you didn't know where that was I don't think there was any point towards it I went for a bit of a wander found these things highlighted in blue you could, re- you could redo your character you could go to your stash if there's anything in it obviously for your like you do in Destiny, um, I just found it just seemed very poorly put together from that point of view. It wasn't like the tower in Destiny is so well set up for where yeah. things are. This was just in crates in dark corners, and and that's part of the problem is the color palette in this game. Is well, as I said, the color palette's poor, awful. awful, absolutely awful. And even this is a game that's supposed to be in 4K or whatever, or even HDR, whatever it's settings they've got for it. It just looked awful. I just didn't like didn't like it. It it looks muddy. It did. It's, yeah, it is. It, it does help if you turn up the HDR resolution, though. Yeah, I did open the field of view, but I, I thought, Do you know what, um, I'm not liking this. I just really, I gave it, I gave it a chance, but I just felt this was. I say, I remember Anthem. I didn't like that at all. See, I, I quite, I quite liked Anthem as mm. a game. Did you, did you use? And what do you think of the cover system? Because I thought. This is just yeah, being this is, surgically removed from Gears of War. It is, it is Gears, but unfortunately, I get, hopefully Gears moving forward might change their cover system. But the mechanics we use in games like Destiny now, it's old hat, and I just didn't like it. I was just about to say, from I've not tried it. I've downloaded it, um, but I've not tried it yet outright, as I'm talking about. And mm. um, from the way you're talking about it now i'm just getting the impression that it sounds really dated yeah yeah but it doesn't mean it's not fun to play and that's, no. you know, no, I, it's I, know I know we're being quite negative about it but i found it quite fun to play and i was playing single player i would love to play multiplayer to see what that's like and i know certainly i've been talking to alan um and he loves the game mm. so you know it, and i know that um you know evil doff on our facebook group he's uh, really into it, you know, because I keep seeing he's getting achievements popping and all that uh, for it on the coming up on the Xbox app, even now. Um, so you know, people are enjoying it, people are playing it. Um, but it, it it does feel like a dated game. But mm. do you think, um, apart from my my personal views, and I'm just not for me, I say I deleted the game. Do you think this game has got legs? Because Anthem. Didn't. That sort of fell by fell by the wayside a little bit, didn't it? Uh, well, there was a lot of things wrong with Anthem that weren't Anthem's fault. Mm. But do you I, think, I really wanted I know, Anthem to come back because I think that uh, it did offer a lot of promise. Whereas, because that was more open world, whereas this is very linear, and I kind of feel that this will be one of those things of it'll be it'll go free on you know Game Pass and then. That'll be kind of it. It is, isn't it? It's already on Game Pass, isn't it? Not Game Pass, Xbox Live. Yeah. I think six months' time, it'll probably be given away Xbox Live, and then that'll be it. You won't hear about it after that. Mm. I hope I'm wrong. I seriously hope I'm wrong. But I just... It's see, it's a fill-in game until we get the decent AAA stuff. Square Enix, their model games in the past have not... I mean, I know Final Fantasy, for example, the last Final Fantasy I played, that was probably linear to a certain degree... But the map of the main part of the well was where you could go anywhere you want. You know, obviously you could drive your car and do what you want to do. Yeah, but the remake is very linear. Yeah. No, I'm on about no, I'm on about Final Fantasy 
I mean, about the, the last oh, game that oh, came out. Right, okay. So where you're, you I, I, you get to drive a car in it and everything, and you go around the whole world and bounce around. That worked fine. But, yeah, I, I think this game needs a 20, 2021 update <laughs> for the, yeah. the games of now. You know, I mean, I think I think the Tomb Raider games are better than this, to be honest, how they, they put it together. But they are a little bit linear, obviously, because that's how they're built. But the, the Tomb Raider games are a very much smaller environment, I feel. Yeah, but they're... But this is supposedly a multiplayer big world that you're going to be jumping around in. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if anyone if, if anyone's enjoying it, good luck to them. It's you know, it's something different for them to play. But for me, it's just not my. I was enjoying it. I'll still play it, but it's not going to. It, it's not the AAA game I've been looking for to take me away from playing a lot of indie games. To be fair. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Uh, that yeah, speaks volumes, I think. Yeah, I mean, I've got. If I look to my phone now, I've got twenty-four people playing Outriders at the moment that are enjoying it. So there's obviously something like there's some somewhere for some people. I know there's been issues with servers as well. This has been another problem. Yeah, and I think people lost like two days worth of progression on it. Oh really? Yeah, that's not good. But I must admit, the servers have always worked every time I've logged on over the last couple of days. I had a, a little dig dig around with it, but. Um, I mean, yeah, Destiny probably had a lot of these issues when it first came out, but even the the, the original vanilla Destiny is better than that. Sorry, it was very well put together compared to that. And Bungie knew what they were doing, and Square Enix, I don't think, really know. I mean, they might prove me wrong, and it might be a great game, but if it is, good luck to them. You know, I hope it is. I, I, I think that, well, I, th- I think that Square Enix have done better games. Oh, God, they have, yeah. And I've got, I own most of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Final Fantasy, the last last Final Fantasy game is, is on, I think it's on Game Pass now, and it's amazing. It's a, I finished that off, that game, and it's brilliant. Really is a good game. Mm. And uh, I know people, some people aren't keen on Japanese RPGs, but that was fantastic, you know. I, I still feel that playing Final Fantasy on anything other than a PlayStation feels wrong. I know, you, I know what you're getting from that. I do get that for a certain degree, but then I think... It's like you know, Resident Evil as well. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I had the PlayStation One, so I've been playing all those then. But apart from that, you know, I just think now some of these games, like you know, they're brilliant, they're well worth playing. But Square Enix don't—they still got a lot, lot to learn on some other ideas, you know. So yeah, anything else? Nope, that's it for me. So Fallout Four, I decided to start from scratch. I looked into, as I said before, last time was on before I was ill. Looking into the idea of modding the game to get better visuals and everything else that you can do with this and now we have the um, FPS boost and the 4k added to these games I tweaked it around a bit more as well to suit because you could, there was still a mod for that which was actually better than using the one for Microsoft but I've swapped it around a bit I've got I'm stacked up with mods and it looks amazing I'm what 36 hours into the game I've played for a day and a half now I've completed the main story Again, I took it on a different route where I went with the synths this time instead of with the uh, with the Brotherhood of Steel, and I'm now t- I'm in the middle of the first DLC with the uh, the mechanist in Robotron and all that, mm. and it's brilliant. I just love the game. It's it's a pick up and play. I suppose the same way for Skyrim for yourself, Mark. Yeah, you just so you just so I'm fine. I'm still finding places I didn't visit in the first game. Yeah, yeah, you know. And that's a testament to how big this game is. And the same with Skyrim. And I've played a lot of Skyrim. I've got another modded game I've already started playing as well. And uh, they just look brilliant. I mean, considering how old these games are. Yeah, I think Skyrim had its 11th birthday this year, didn't it? Or 
It's a oh, really yeah, good yeah. yeah. And yeah, I can't. I just keep going back to playing Fallout at the minute. I, I have been playing Destiny 2. I've done the grinding on that. <laughs> I've just finished the. Uh, I've just got to 100 for the, uh, the uh, this season at the minute. I've gone through the different parts of the story and just playing that when I feel like it. Uh, FIFA as well. Still playing FIFA Ultimate Team. I know we've had the problems with it in the news over the last few weeks where certain members of staff have been flogging icon cards on the cheap. Um, bit poor from them on that side of things but the way I play the game in, in FIFA Ultimate Team I don't have to worry about points to a certain degree to purchase. I don't know if you've done that mark at all. I don't know. Do you know I, I've never got into that mode. I tried it uh, not long whichever year it was added mm. um, and I just I enjoy the career mode just playing as your single player and you take whichever position you want to play in the team yeah. and just persevere trying to get you know just doing yeah, playing good matches and yeah. trying to make yourself more valuable get transferred that kind of thing just, work up to a team where you can actually win some yeah, trophies i get that but I've, I've done that for years in fifa yeah and where i used to play i used to collect cards as a kid football cards i don't know if yeah. you ever did all that yeah and from the way that this works for that idea i just love playing it and i will i don't go online that often wouldn't mind actually doing some more with people i know just to do a few friendlies so you're play. playing you're playing ultimate team but you're playing offline are you mostly yeah uh, yeah i play with uh <clears throat> there's a park up off the top of the, I can't think of what it's called now but yeah you can play it without playing playing real people right. and I've got a squad that's so huge I mean I've even got a few icon cards now as well um, they ha- they've had their recent birthday as you're well aware yeah and within FIFA Ultimate Team you can do certain things to pick up these cards so you submit teams that you have to have re- requirements in where you have to have a certain Ultimate Team player maybe you submit the team to get to a certain point and I picked up Podolski um, recently and he's up, front with, he's up front with Harry Kane at the minute he's blasting <laughs> it through but I just love playing I've got Gary Lineker and Michael Owen in my team as well and, uh, yeah and a few great players of today as well and I I can't I know people think this is boring but FIFA Ultimate is like me being a kid with a car pack now we know about spending as you said to, to Hayden spending on car packs is a lottery in a big way. Now, I do occasionally have done that myself, the same way I would buy silver coins with Destiny to help them, if you're with me. Um, but from this point, come midnight tonight, I should have two or three packs to open from getting to a certain point with them um, playing FIFA Ultimate Team in the, in the mode I like playing. And that will get me 10,000 coins on top of that, and I build them up. So when I go in the transfer market to pick up other cards I want for players I want to use. I picked up Modric pretty reasonably at the moment off the transfer market and put him in my squad as well. So um, if you like football from that point of view, and I think you should give it a try. It's. I will. I'll have to look into it, I think. If you ever want to just go online and chat and go through it, because I'd like to try yeah. while wireless headset on um, on chat, which I've not done yet, which I'll talk about in a minute. But I think it's, it's just a good idea, a good way to play football. Yeah. 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 I used to play FIFA online in a team now and then. Um, back in the day and that was always good fun we tried to get 11 of us together <laughs> to play so you had one player in every position um, yeah. and you'd usually get at least nine eight or nine it was good but fun then you run around like headless chickens to a certain point because you always yeah. go for the ball yeah you do a bit yeah we had goalkeepers that used to dribble up the pitch and that kind of thing they but, you know. do a long a long shot <laughs> just the... a laugh really <laughs> oh yeah that's it but no i still play the game i just realized uh, um the one game i did get into that 
kind of whole pack opening system and mechanic is um, they did it in Plants vs. Zombies, you know, when they brought out the Garden yeah, Warfare yeah. yeah, games and you could unlock characters and get improvements. I, yeah, I got into that. But I've never tried it in FIFA, which mm. oh well, I wouldn't say I've never tried it. I never really got into it. So you start with silver, you start with bronze and silver cards yeah. of players, and then you get the gold ones and, and so on and so forth. And I'll do a few screenshots of my team at some point and I'll show you. But it's good fun. I like it. It's uh, if you still like football, even though we had a bad day today, um, you know you could just sit there and play the game, and you know you pick up again like the stadiums are cards as well. So you got to get the cards to have the right stadium you want. Right. And uh, things like that. I've got Wembley Stadium. I've got White Hart Lane. Well, so I've got the new Spurs Stadium there. Very well recreated for it. So uh, yeah, really good. All good. Love it. Um, so I don't know what you guys know about this wireless headset because you've probably heard some bad reports regarding this, and a few people have moaned about it. And I'm pretty happy with it for the price I paid. How much was it? Yeah, I was going to ask the same. So I think it was eighty nine. Middling. And so middle of the road style, and we're using the Dolby Atmos app as well, which you get six months. I own the app, app anyway, so I'm not sure how that will work, but um, you get to use that on the on the headset as well. And you have you have people moaning about the the bass as well and stuff like this. So they brought a second they brought a second um, update to the app, same way you have your controller on there. And they tweaked that around, so I was playing with it today. So as soon as I can, I can hit the button on the on the, on the headset, put them on. It turns the Xbox on straight away, which I think is a nice little idea. Nice, yeah. And the app will then come up on your on your same as your, your controller does, and you can play around with that. I've not tried the mic yet because I need to test that out. Because some people say the mic isn't so good. It's a very short mic. So compared to yours, there, um, Mark, I can't see where yours is at the minute. Yeah. So this one is probably half the length of that. Right. The sound for me sounds pretty good. Since I've just tested it this afternoon with tweaks on the um, equalizer, it does sound much better. You do get that around the the ears feeling still what you get. The buds and the uh, the cups are very comfortable. So once you've actually pulled apart to your positioning, that won't change. There's not a lot of play in them, but I don't think it matters because once they're sitting on you, they're very comfortable. Compared to these, which I haven't played before, these now what for probably three weeks, uh, they're really good. Uh, the app, let's say, I tested the app and the sound coming out is pretty good for what price you're paying. I've never had an expensive set personally, so but I'm thoroughly happy with them, with what I've played with them so far. And considering again nighttime gaming, I'm sure Hayden does this, don't you? You can't. You can't have your, your amp out there kicking out a good sound at night. Oh, I can. <clears throat> oh, yeah, because you're only one corner of the mansion, aren't you, where everyone else is at the far <laughs> side of the mansion? Yes, I, I, I'm on the east wing. Yeah, so, but you know what I mean, though, don't you? Otherwise known as a garage. Yeah, so for me, I've got the missus upstairs above me, the bedroom above me. I could I could play a game and she would hear that, that bass kick on the sub. But there's something else I just want to quickly mention, because no one really talks about it, and that's the idea of movies. Mm. And now I've set that up, I set the Dolby Atmos app up um, in two forms for movies and for gaming. Um, unfortunately, I can't do screenshots at the moment because you need to have the headset on at the same time. And I just tested it with Star Trek Into Dark, and I was pretty impressed with the sound I was getting. So I've not really tried playing with the, uh, the, the slot in the slot. That weird slot you got in the front of the Xbox, I've never used it until now. So I've put a disc in 4K, 4K filming, and uh, I was pretty impressed with the sound I was getting. I don't hear it. 
it's very quiet actually i was a bit worried that this is probably gonna be a grinder because some machines have had that issue but from that point of view the cups over your head you've got sound coming out and it works well for movies it's something i think people should have a, have a check out as well it's a decent hd blu-ray player it is yeah or 4k yeah. blu-ray player i should say Mm. And uh, I've got it set up now that any any um, 4K Blu-ray I've got that's got Dolby Atmos will use that as a as a first option as well. And uh, yeah, I'm going to try a few more movies out with it and see what they're like, especially some of the newer ones. I think when I play with a headset over speakers, do you notice game sounds or movie sounds that you don't notice when you're just in kind of are, open air? They are. There are, there are some like more subtlety. Yeah, there is absolutely. And some games are designed around that. Look at um, yeah. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. That is really best played with headsets. Mm, that's right. There was a couple of games that he used to talk about for headset training, wasn't there? There was another one. But uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty impressed how that works. I, I know there's been a lot of grief with this, and some people were, were unhappy with the base, but now they've upgraded the, um, the software. You can tweak it to more of a, to, to suit you. But I just went online and had a look at a couple of people that have been putting their videos out there now to, to change it because it can be vibrating big time in your ear and that isn't good for, for any base. I know for some people it is. Uh, I haven't tried it with a phone yet because you can have it paired to two things at once so you could actually take your phone calls while playing your games as well which is pretty good but uh, yeah these aren't for music these are for gaming and, and, and movies you know so from that point of view they're thumbs up for me you know very very much so. And I do like the idea of the, 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 the cups for turning on the volume. So you're twisting the whole disc either side of it. So there's no fumbling around for buttons or for little wheels that are going to be, you know, you're trying to forget where they are. It just, it's very easy just to turn and tweak it for your voice chat and game chat and however you want to position it what you're playing. So I need to try actually on like muting if you need to mute. Yeah, they've got, they've got the idea that if you don't talk for a while, it will auto, auto mute as well but you can change it in the settings to how you want it as well so because you don't want to be hearing someone rattling a packet of crisps in the background when they're munching do you no highly frustrating at the best of times um, yes so, it is steve <laughs> or drinking bottles of, or actually drinking bottles of coca-cola how many times have i heard a in a, in a game <laughs> yeah you you probably heard it over your munching crisps <laughs> <laughs> Very true, very true. But yeah, no, I'm really pleased with them. Uh, they are short in supply. Then I did, I did actually like to pick them up from game as soon as they were released to be pre-ordered. So they came out the same day straight on my lap. So yeah. When did you get those? Uh, middle, is it middle of March? It came out. Right, you've had them a while. Yeah, and I say I just use them for nighttime now, and uh, yeah, really chuff. I won't do it during the day because I'm mad. The missus is about to scream and shout at you for something. She <laughs> <laughs> goes, "What was that? I didn't hear that." That'd be a good thing, though. You know, get you into trouble. Yeah, but it's no. I'm I, honestly, I'm really am pleased with them. I think people need to just double check, and you can't play these out of the box. You just put them in your head. You've got to actually go in there and tweak them, uh, because otherwise you would get the wrong experience with them. You know, and for wireless, for me, they're ideal. You know, I do have a. I'd say I've got this set I'm using now. I've got another set <clears throat> which I've got as well, which I probably would need to probably sell again. I've got a Sony set which comes with a its own little box and I was using them for movies as well but uh, this one I'm just pleased now that I've got the you've got a 4k player in the xbox and that's all you need is this headset and the movie as well and you're, you're good to go so yeah that's me done really that's not much more so Mark what about yourself 
Yeah, so I've not, I've been, had a reasonably busy week, but I've still fitted a bit in. Mm. Um, the first thing was the one I spoke about earlier. I tried the, um, loaded up the trial of Atlas because a guy I used to work with had ploughed hundreds of hours into it mm. um, on, on Xbox and he loved it. Uh, it's made by the same people that made Ark Survival Evolved and I've, my kids play that a lot and I've seen it but I've never really played it myself much. Mm. We're talking the whole kind of crafting, slightly survival, open world, interactive, but Atlas, whereas Ark is kind of dinosaurs and is bedded in that genre, Atlas yeah. is pirates. So you're in a, you, uh, an open world, kind of slightly steampunky in terms of its uh, vehicles and weaponry. Mm. But I loaded it up and started a tutorial, and I don't know whether it's a theme for the show, but the tutorial I found didn't help a great deal, to be honest. Mm. It was um, telling you what to do, but not necessarily quite how to do them. So um, I, it didn't last that long with me it looks potentially like it could be quite fun but uh no i didn't get on with it at all and i think graphically it looks a bit dated now like arc does as well really um it would be different i guess if you're playing on pc but uh yeah i that deleted within a few hours a bit like you and outriders steve um (laughs) so then I tried, because I haven't played it since soon after launch, I tried Sea of Thieves, going with the the pirate theme. And um, I'm pretty sure when I first booted it up all that time ago, it didn't have a huge tutorial. But you choose your character, and then it put me on a small island with my uncle or grandpa, who's a dead skeleton telling you how to play the game essentially and that mm. did did click with me quite a bit then change, I, there's a dungeon at some point and you go into a dungeon to do a few things to, i'm trying to remember that. i'm playing well, the, the way it opened up for me this time i don't know whether it's because i was originally playing it on ace plant man so and now i'm playing it on kitchen smith so it's completely new profile like i'd never played the game before yeah um this was on a like a small island and you had to go and find uh, treasure box you could see your slightly wrecked ship in mm. the harbor in the little bay area that you were around so you'd take carry out a few tasks then he tells you to swim out to your ship fix your ship up and away you sail and then i had to turn it off and do something but the next time i booted it up i was actually in the original village that you begin in in the, when i played it the first time round, where you go and you get voyages, go out, discover, and start from there with other players, if you want. Yeah, That's yeah, really yeah. weird. I seem to remember starting that game when I was on a ship. Well, neither of the times I've booted it up recently did I start. I didn't start on a ship. Even now, when I booted no, it up. No, I don't. Even when I played in the beta, and I was playing, it was three or four of us on a boat, on a, on a ship, sorry, and uh, one of us was on a PC, one was on a PlayStation, one was on an Xbox, or whatever. Yeah, it's cross, you know? yeah it is cross-format. It's only yeah. it's not on... Is it, it's not on PlayStation. Not PlayStation, sorry. No, it'd been between PC and Xbox, sorry. Yeah. But we had um, a bit of a good laugh with that, actually, at the time. It is. That was it is. I was just playing with randoms, but it is quite good fun. You know, mm. you go out, it's it's 
I found it, I don't know whether we were just sailing further than perhaps we should have done for beginners, but I was, you get some skeletons attacking you and it's reasonably tough. You've got to make sure you have your yeah. uh, wits about you, as it were. I just remember having to go down to the, to the, to the bow, into the depths of the ship to sort of put some wood up against a, a hole that was... That's right. Yeah, that's, like that. that's the tutorial, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then you go, you start, once you've done that, you, um, I started in the village where you have to go to get your void. You select a quest or um, yeah. board your ship, and then uh, whoever's on board with you, mm. you just sail out on your particular voyage if you select your voyage and you've got maps yeah, you've and you've got you've got five achievements so far looking at this on the, on the I phone. know yeah I'm, I'm not much into it but no, um, what did it look like graphically because I remember obviously going back to when it first came out it's very much fable like but very it is it is yeah it is still you know it's it's the same um in in that sense it's it's quite quite a charm to it mm. um but it is it needs you know it wouldn't bit of polish wouldn't hurt i guess it might but, that, um, it's quite the whole game is quite uh quite charismatic really it does draw you in reasonably well mm. if you could get together with some friends it would be oh yeah great, that's great fun. again that's the sort of game you really need friends with it i think to get yeah, um, experience because you don't i was finding quite a bit of the time people aren't speaking to each other you can you've got like a sort of script options that you can or speech options on the screen you can put up saying oh there's an enemy over here or what have you if you need help sort of the emojis you can wave your yeah, hand and say hello sort and of, like yeah but yeah but um they're limited as to you know as to what you can say or do mm. um but it is it's quite entertaining i it's on game pass i recommend just giving it a whirl can you yeah, see um, yourself playing this for a while i might yeah i might go back to that yeah definitely especially if you could get a group together or um you know or even a couple of you and a, and a couple of others mm. random people might work you don't have to have to sail out on a ship you can i was just three of us i don't know what the maximum or minimum you need i guess, I guess you just play as friends but um yeah it's quite entertaining Maybe we should all uh, jump on and you can show us the ropes, so to speak. <laughs> it really oh, is like that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is like that as well. There, there are elements of that. You have to um, set your sails and you can change your sail angle. And, and you, that can sing, you can sing sea shanties, if I remember right, as well. <laughs> yeah, that was number one recently, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, Sea of Thieves. Well, quite, quite enjoyed it. Um, another game I downloaded because it's recently been added to Game Pass is Football Manager 21. Now, here's a story because I downloaded this about a week ago and I was selecting it on my Xbox, booting it up and it would crash. Mm. And then I would go back out, open out another game or another app so that it would reset it, go back into it and it would crash every time. For when I was trying to open the game up, it would get to, you have to the, confirm the user agreement and you just couldn't get any further. And so I tried uninstalling it, reinstalling it and just gave up on it and played something else in the end. But I went back to it yesterday mm -hmm. and just thought, I'm just going to have a go. And it worked. So I thought that's odd. But I've been playing a bit of Football Manager, and I haven't played Football Manager for about four or five years on oh, the probably, Xbox. I'm probably old. I used to play on the laptop. I used to play. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it Sega? I used to do it. The Sega one. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, that was the main one you had? Yeah, but it I could see myself getting back into this as well. Mm. I mean, it is on the Xbox, it is a slightly kind of clunky UI, as you'd expect, really. You're using a controller and not a mouse. Mm. Um, but it's I like the fact now that you can... I know it's been in for a while, but you can actually just designate tasks to backroom staff. Mm. That, so you don't have to get into all the kind of micromanagement of wages. and Or you, you can, if you want, you can do transfers, which is still obviously quite an important part. Um, but you can but still the, use the scout to deal with that to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah, you can. And you can, you can leave backroom staff to take care of contracts and things like that. All the kind of more mundane stuff. So that you can just then manage the team, which yeah. personally, that's the part of it that I enjoyed most. Yeah. What's, um, the, what's, the, what's the game? What's the gameplay like for for when you're playing a match? The uh, actual match engine. Mm. It's 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 all right. You know, it it serves a purpose. <laughs> is it, it dots it, or is it actual players? Because I remember the no, time it you is said actual, dots. It is actual players, it's but the over, not the overhead style of old where you had like the dots. It's nothing like FIFA, put it that way. But then I prefer the management sim part of Football Manager. Um, I have tried, not recently, but only about a couple of months ago, I started a manager career in FIFA. Mm. And it's just, this is so much better than that. I didn't really get, I did persevere for a few hours in FIFA as a manager, but it's just not, I haven't been back to it. But this is just a proper... Kind of manager sim. We it haven't just had one for a while, have so we? Much better. Can't remember the no. last time we had one on the Xbox. No, exactly. So I mean, you've had FIFA or nothing really. And yeah. don't get me wrong, this this would run on my PC quite happily probably. But um, I saw it and thought I would give it a whirl. But it is once you get kind of used to moving an arrow with a stick, and you don't have to do that. They do the main kind of selections on the screen they do allocate if buttons you're going to use on the controller with you could just go through them one by one couldn't yeah you? yeah there are workarounds that they've put in place but it's it's still still worth a go if you, you could plug a mouse into your xbox yeah i guess you could i've just i don't it's, it, i know it's, it's not a thing we do but, but you can <laughs> if no. you wanted to go down that clicky route yeah you could do i guess but um, it's no, it's worth. It works as it is. That's the kind of the bottom line, I suppose. It works well enough. The management sim part is great. The engine for the matches is a little bit shonky, but mm. you know, but it's it does the job. You know, it serves its purpose reasonably well. Um, another thing I played today, which I haven't picked up for a little while. Um, it's been kind of my lockdown multiplayer game of choice and that's Call of Duty. And I'm not oh, I'm yeah. not a big I'm not a big Call of Duty fan, but this is Call of Duty World War Two. And I've always quite liked the World War Two shooters in Call of Duty rather than Warzone or the modern Warzone games or Black Ops. I've I've had those and never really got onto them. I find them just too twitchy too fast online i just i don't know whether i'm just getting old so but, uh, well yeah see i've got a thing with online and cod it seemed to be more uh, viperish should i say compared to someone who i'm playing playing games you know games you play yeah i mean I've, i tried warzone um late sort of late last year i was playing mm. 
Warzone, and there's just no fun in spawning and dying within from a, a second. From a headshot from someone that's... Well, yeah, and, you, and yeah. you don't even see it. Whereas I think, I don't know whether it's just me, but I find it easier in World War II. Um, I find it more enjoyable because of that mm. as well. You know, you actually... You, there are occasions where you get picked off within a you know 30 seconds of spawning, but generally not. And once you start to level up a bit, it's becomes more you know even you know more enjoyable then i think um, so it's still got the old way of prestige and stuff like that yeah yeah that's all still there yeah um i haven't played one for years now it seems a long time since i last picked up a call of duty yeah and you still day. have the, you still have the supply drops and mm. that kind of thing but i i'm much more enjoying it than uh, black ops or warzone by big by big way yeah, that's and why it, I probably picked the Destiny, you see. Um, I don't, Hayden, have you, Hayden, have you picked up a Call of Duty back in your day now or not? Have it been something you would go for? And I've got the uh, latest uh, Call of Duty, you know, um, Black Ops 4 uh, on PC. The problem is, is that by the time I remember, oh, I need to download the update, and then by the time the update's downloaded, I don't have time to play it. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, just end up going round and round the merry-go-round with that mm. one. I mean, we spoke last week about how big a size Warzone is now. It's crazy. As a game, you know, with all the updates and extra content, it's just crazy. Is that a hindrance then, more now? Is it, is it with these updates? Yeah, um, and it's going to be that way for a long time now, isn't yeah. it, really? Because the, the thing is, with the higher resolutions comes higher resolution textures. And they take up a lot of room. Yeah. Mm. But other than that, the atmosphere of these Football Manager and Call of Duty, I've just been playing my staple games. FIFA, yeah. PGA, always gets a shout. Well, if you want some achievements, more achievements then. The ones I've been getting, I've been in in Ultimate Team, where right. the ones you've been getting are in uh, in the other part of the game. Yeah, yeah, definitely on FIFA. I've hardly tried Ultimate Team. I'm on 16% on, on the achievements I've got. I've only got eight. But <laughs> they're all basically to do with... Uh, I think they're basically all to do with Steve Brockman. Yeah. There's an incentive for more achievement points. <laughs> I will have to look into it, I yeah. think. Anyway, are we, um, are we done? Because it's, it's getting quite late. We've got to move on. It is, yeah. And we're already a third of the way through the show. In quest of a better life... Right, Hayden, off you go. <laughs> okay, so uh, this this week um, there's some interesting stuff about Georgia being boycotted by Mark Hamill, um, James Mangold, and uh, also Ron Perlman as well mm-hmm. uh, because of the new law um, about voting in uh, Georgia. So I just thought that was an interesting uh, news yeah. piece. But other than that or quite on the Western Front, there's a new um, clip being dropped for uh, Black Widow as well. Oh, new yeah. trailer. Yeah. Oh, there, oh, there's a new trailer for Spiral, actually, if you're interested, which I was, mm. uh, which is, I think, coming out of May now, so hopefully get to see the, this latest iteration of the Saw franchise. Yeah. Fresh Rock. Um, uh, Blu-ray DVD release-wise, the only one that I really thought uh, spotted in there was Clone Wars Season 6, The Lost Missions. Mm-hmm. is uh, coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, I don't know if either of you two guys saw anything else that's in the lists. No, I have, I have, picked, up, I have picked up a couple recently, but they're not in the list. <laughs> no. Um, 
chart-wise, at number five, new entry, we've got Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. Number four, up for 55, is Blade Runner. Uh, 2049 at number three re-entry is dawn of the dead at number two a re-entry is batman and at number one is wonder woman 1984 mm, i haven't picked it up yet i'm i'm hesitant to do that at the minute i'm, I'm okay mm. i don't know if any of you guys have picked that one up or hayden did uh, i it was all right it was nothing special i'm just gonna wait until the i can get the uh, two wonder woman movies on 4k you know for 20 quid I mean, I've already got I've already got Wonder Woman. That's why I played it to death. To be honest, I had that um, on on 4K, and I think I think the last 4K I purchased was Aquaman. Yeah, I mean, I haven't even got Joker. I've got I've got the digital copy of that. You know, a legit digital copy, not a you know an wire pirated version of it. Um, <laughs> but I've uh, I've not got the the movie on 4K mm. uh, UHD, which is ironic considering it's my favourite one out of all of the DC movies yeah I picked up a couple of films recently so I did actually as much as I've had to DVD for so long because I've, I've been watching I've been going back and watching old sci-fi B movies so yeah. I did pick up I did pick up for quite cheap the um, Day the Earth Stood Still on Blu-ray and the only reason I did that for was maybe for the quality a bit more extras as well so it's just a passion mind that that movie is. Mm. It's one of my favourites. I've got THX 1138 to watch down here on Blu-ray. <laughs> and so I also picked up a couple you might know. Um, what was it again? So I picked up This Island Earth. Yep. An old 1950s sci-fi classic. And the other one... Do you want me to stand up for? Because I forgot what it's called. If I can find it. Where is it? It's in here. Oh, yeah. It's... it's um, it came from outer space, which is another black and white sci-fi. Fifties mm. classic. I mean, I did watch them the other night as well, one with the giant ants. But something I've been after for a while, and it's only just due to someone else actually talking about it. And I actually picked it up. I've, I picked up Lucci Felucci's The New York Ripper, which might not be your cup of tea, guys, but I'm looking forward to diving into this. It's a uh, quite an old Italian movie but uh, I do love the Italian horror so one to watch for I, I definitely recommend it for any of you guys has anyone got Amazon Prime at the minute yeah, yeah. it's on there I think at the moment so go and check it out and tell me what you think <laughs> right after the show I'll be all over it yeah you'll be all over like a rash <laughs> like a plate of spaghetti <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> spaghetti horror <laughs> oh, I just love Italians brilliant Anyway, are we going to quickly brush over something? What you watch? Go over. Or should we just go to question? Uh, yeah. The question. See the same. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. So let's do the listeners' questions. John, what's happening to us? Mark, going to start because I think it's probably about right. You should do. <laughs> I can do that. So Facebook questions. I didn't uh, submit any this week. Sorry, yeah, guys. You got no need yeah. to. <laughs> Um, you, so you're not going to start going ace plant man, ace plant man, ace plant man this time. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that to Lee Doherty, who's started this week. Um, he asks, what's your views on the impending closure of the PS3, PSP and Vita online stores? Well, I mean, we, we talked about it last week, we did. didn't we? But um, I, th- I think now that I know you can still download your old games from the stores, I don't have a problem with that. 
However, I do. It kind of feels like a little bit stupid because if people are still using them, Sony's really closing off a revenue stream. I think but what's not going to cost them a lot of money to keep going. Until you, unless you actually saw the figures, though, I, I can't imagine there are many people using them. Surely. I mean, how about the Vita side of things? I mean, I know this. A few people still have them and still use them. I still do. But haven't they been sort of jailbroken and hacked by now? Mm. Using for other purposes, perhaps? Yep. Well, some people's have. Mine hasn't. That's, I still no. use all mine legitimately and go on yeah, the store. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I still, uh, it was only, what, four or five months ago that I bought something on the PSP. That's fair. Yeah, I say, are they cutting their nose off despite their faces? Is that how we're looking at it? But they're supposed to be the PSP 2 coming out as well, isn't it? There's oh, been, really? There's been talk really? of it. Yeah, there's been talk of it. Wow. That would be something... Well, <clears throat> whether or not that's that's right or not, I don't know. I don't know if they got the uh, focus on something like that when they've got other things to deal with. It's a normal internet gossip, mm. you know, So, and half of the time it ends up being correct and half of the time it ends up being a load of rubbish. Mm. And I don't know, you know, it was a couple of months ago everybody was talking about there's a new PSP coming along, you know, loads of sites were saying it. And it's all gone quiet, but that's what happens. You get these rumours, it goes quiet, and then the next thing you know is they go, and here's a new console. Competitor for the Switch, maybe? Yeah, well... With with interaction and your PS5? Yeah. They've always been a favourite of that, haven't they? Definitely. Remote play and that kind of thing. Who's Jason Toon? Hayden. Yep, so another hypothetical question. Uh, you're given carte blanche to make any video game or movie you want what would you make well as well i would would probably go in the bethesda route here but as we know there is going to be a fallout game sorry fallout tv series coming out i'm saying it right now it's been proven to be in production that would be one of my first thoughts but i still want to see i would still i still want to see um bioshock in some shape or form i just love the idea of, of that sort of environment as a movie you mean yeah or and another game as well i'd love it's just it's just a great um, environment to be in. If it could be done right, the stories could be right. I think that'd be pretty good. Might be you know I don't know if it would be too linear to, to have something like that, but I'm sure there's plenty of scope for the story based on that sort of environment. Anyone else? I would say it. My answer would probably already be in development, but I've got to go with Elder Scrolls Six, mm. the next uh, the next instalment of that particular. Series, yeah, I think. as as a game, I mean, yeah, that's a bit behind uh, the other games, isn't it? It's a release, that's a little way off, yeah, yeah. But... <clears throat> I mean, for, for for movies and stuff like that, we've all had we had Game of Thrones, so you've got your dragon fix there. Yeah, it's true. Rightly or wrongly, for some people, <laughs> <laughs> it did fall flat on its heart at the end, but um, yeah, I, I I think if you could make a Game of Thrones RPG, that would be quite quite good as a game and as a movie i would like style already though to a certain degree i was going to say a similar thing yeah Uh, yeah i was actually thinking in that world though yeah uh, Mm. rather than the elder scrolls sort of world so Mm. because there is a slight difference in terms of elder scrolls to to uh we're talking we are talking factions within an environment aren't we there it's slightly different dragons so yeah well there's there's less emphasis on the dragons isn't it because there's only three and yeah. Unless, if, well, depending upon where you sat it in the Game of Thrones world, because if you sat it a thousand years before the the adventures in Westeros, then there would be loads of dragons. 
but um so that that that's a possibility but what i would the the games that the game i would really like to do is have a decent star trek game it's never happened is it <laughs> no no I know, I know that a lot of people like star trek online but i don't want something with a subscription model that comes with it i mean it just a, like a one that you can pick up off the shelf and play so it, the, the last good star trek games were the point and click adventures really um and they were i, I did enjoy them so there's that, but the other side that I would uh, like to do is have a film of Mass Effect, and I would ha- go on time travel and get Michael Ironside when he was in V and have him as Shepard. Your yeah. perfect Shepard. Yeah. He would work out as my femme Shepard. <laughs> yeah, but I would have a male Shepard, though. That's the thing. You know, if I was going femme Shepard, then, you know, mm. I would have Scarlett Johansson because I'd be directing the movie. <laughs> we were here last week we were i think we're going to go <laughs> again <laughs> by the by uh, the questions as well by richard mortlock's next question <laughs> sorry okay so richard so i'll go with this uh, so richard has been saying to us which superhero from either dc or marvel universe would you like to be your best friend and also as a side story to that one um which superhero would you like to be having your sexy time with I love the way that Mark at the moment is turning bright red. <laughs> God, your head's like a has, has a brake light suddenly gone on off in front of your face, Mark? <laughs> right, come on, let's be honest. Come on, let's get this out here. Well, that's what got... is that what she is that what she said? <laughs> I got well, I got one. Uh, should I go first? Then should I? Go yeah, first? go on then. I'm going to have the same person for both parts of the question. And I'm going to have the Invisible Woman and Jessica Alba for me. Mm-hmm. Totally on with that one. Well, it's got to be Black Widow, isn't it? Oh, that's boring. <laughs> I'll tell that's you what. what I mean, Scarlett Johansson and I would not be bored, I can tell no, you that now. I, yeah, there wouldn't be much boring about that. I know, but I I'd be knackered, but I wouldn't I, be bored. <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have to have a splint. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. There are I think, I think actually, yeah. actually, out of the two, I think for me personally, if you go and watch that movie she was in, which isn't Fantastic Four, where they, they were uh, diving for pirate treasure, I can't remember what it's called now. Deep, not Deep Blue Sea, the movie. But Jessica Alba, I think, might pick it for me. Okay, and who would you? And she'd be your best friend as well. Oh God, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Got it, Mark. Okay, Neil McBain. No, no, you haven't answered the question yet. Oh, no, no, Black Widow. For both. Well, why not? I don't know. A best friend. Sexy time is Black Widow, but a best friend, Tony Stark, would be quite a cool guy to have as a good mate, wouldn't he? Do you know what I would have answered? I would, it would either have been, well, it would definitely have been Black Widow. There's no question about that. But on the other hand, for the best friend, it would have either have been Tony Stark or Thor, because either way, you could have a really good chat about Black Widow afterwards. <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah, best friend Tony Stark, isn't it? He's got all the tech and the gadgets and. What you could go out drinking with Thor. And and he's got the lead singer from Coldplay missing as well. You can just have him threaten them. (laughs) Go on, Chris. Show him your hammer. (laughs) (laughs) If I had a hammer, yeah. Yeah. Right, shall I do Neil Bain yeah, now? Sure. Yeah. Right, Neil asks, what is your favourite video game movie? Uh, I'm 
Mm. Is there a favourite video game movie? Yeah, I know. Is the one that actually works, first of all? I'm trying to think. I mean, is it... So I haven't seen this. I'll put this out there. So what was the last Tomb Raider movie like? Was it any good? I haven't seen it either. I, I didn't rate it. I would like to see it, actually, out of curiosity. If, if you didn't rate it, what did you think of the um, previous Tomb Raider movies? Oh, it was all over. There was like a rash. Angelina. <laughs> yeah. I um, thought... They, I thought the, the first one was all right. Yeah, the first but, one was with Craig. Uh, wasn't oh James Bond in Daniel, it? Yeah, Daniel Craig. Craig. But the second one, not I didn't think was as good. But mm. they both lacked substance. But don't all video game movies lack that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that that's the problem is that they are by their nature just, they just they don't work very well because I mean, of lack of substance. Which is why I think the game, based on something with a lot of substance in it as a game in itself. Because let's face it, Tomb Raider doesn't have a lot of substance. You know, no. it's it's Indiana Jones with a female character. Oh, hang up, hang up, hang up. Can I say, actually, I want to put Resident Evil in there, please. I think they work very well. Yes, but they didn't work very well as um, a... I did, they did, honest, trust me. <laughs> I've watched every one of those millions of times. I think the first one, which was based on a mansion into the hive, which is like the, like, like the game. Was that, you know, that was more based on something, something very similar. Yeah. <clears throat> and obviously they expanded out into the universe of where even, even the second one um, started to have other characters from the video game. Um, even some of the later ones as well did. But they didn't follow the video games. No, they never do because there's, sometimes there's not enough story, I don't think, even in the video game that could warrant that time if they're going to hand that and the screenplay of it is not going to be long enough, is it? No. I think it's, it's easier to span large amounts of time in a movie uh, than it is in a video game as well really mm. i think video games tend to happen over shorter amounts of time so i don't think you're necessarily going to get that i mean you've had you've yeah. had games that are filmed that are more character based on a point where like i haven't seen sonic the hedgehog whatever that was but i'm sure you had you did Hayden, didn't you actually actually to be fair the sonic the hedgehog game, uh, movie was okay it wasn't mm-hmm. you know it's not the work of shakespeare by any stretch of the imagination but as a video game movie it was one of the better ones and i would actually say and i know that it gets slated and i know that people hate it and don't like it but actually, I quite enjoyed the Assassin's Creed movie. But I love Assassin's Creed, so. Mm. Well, yeah, same way I love Resident Evil. I'm gonna. I but I love the Resident it. Evil movies as well. Yeah. They really worked for me, really did. And I, I, I know they're going to be rebooting them at some point. See, um, I, I think that they do work, but I don't think I think that they work as standalone. They have the same characters, but the and the same basic premise, but they're just they're not in the same universe as the. The game is. Well, yeah, it was. It was Raccoon City, wasn't it? So it was in the same universe. No, um, it's it's like you know, like you've got in there, you know, the Flash and Supergirl weren't in the same universe; they were in different dimensions. That's what I mean. They're, they're, Except they're the they, same not, scenario, but the yeah, but I mean, I the, don't... the history isn't shared between them. Yeah. That that's what I mean. Is that they, they have a common base and then they sprout off in their own directions and they don't cross. Unless it's a different universe, like, well, I know, the comic book for Flash, that, that, that Batman was, was him in the comics, but that was a different, different scenario, wasn't it? <clears throat> if you could cheat slightly on that question, I would say I quite enjoyed the uh, Tron and Tron Legacy games. Yeah. Uh, 
movies rather. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, Tron, they, they Tron Legacy was quite a good movie, I thought. Well, if you think about it, it's the movie of Light Cycle, effectively. So yeah. then it was a yeah. good game. <laughs> a movie of that game. <laughs> Expanded on massively. Yeah, but... massively. <laughs> Considering now it was like, a, a, say, it's not even actually a reboot, is it? But it's it's trying to follow the story after yeah, the event. It did, yeah. It did, you know. I remember seeing Tron Legacy, and I know that a lot of people didn't like that, and I thought that that was a fantastic movie, especially in the way that they... Was it Jeff Bridges? Yeah. yeah. They made younger. You know, it's a younger uh, Flynn, but he wasn't Flynn. And it yeah. was just... It was fantastic the way they did that. Well, when they did it, it was not seen before, clue, isn't it? But, but the, we hadn't seen that at that time. We've seen that anti-aging stuff now all the time. But when that happened, that was really revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know whether it was intended, but I I liked the fact that when you were watching Legacy, there was always that kind of you could see almost that it was not the real Flynn as well. You know, there was, was that kind. Of, yeah, and I, I don't know whether they that was just the limit of the technology at the time, or whether that was how they intended it to be to for him to actually look slightly fake as well. I think whatever way it worked. Yeah, very much. So. It looked like him, but it didn't look like him. Yeah. Because it didn't look real, but that was the whole point. That's yeah. why it worked. That's why Princess Leia at the end of Rogue One doesn't work. No, say that again. That's why Princess Leia at the end of Rogue One doesn't mm. work. Because the the Princess Leia model, even uh, much more so than the Tarkin model, doesn't really hit that mark in terms of realism. Yeah, I mean, Whereas I think Tarkin looked more real. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean... Just, I'm just browsing just to put my brain into gear for a minute. But I actually think I enjoyed the Silent Hill movies. I think they worked because that really, you felt like that game environment. I don't know if any of you guys have seen those movies at all. I haven't. I have. And they're worth a watch. What would be really good as a, as a horror, how about an Alan Wake movie? Yeah. I mean, I mean we're hopefully going to be seeing a second game from all reports from Remedy at the minute. But... Um, mm. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, what was your worst video game movie? I got, I could, I could think of mine now while looking at it. But um... Bob Hoskins one. Yes, <laughs> the Mario Brothers. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's just about the worst movie of all time. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I tell you what I'm looking forward to is the latest Mortal Kombat movie. The trailer for that looks wicked. I don't know if, you're, if you're not a fan of Mortal Kombat, it might not float your boat. But um, mm. check that trailer out for that one. I think that looks pretty good. I mean, uh, Ramp- did you see Rampage with The Rock? No, I'm just yeah. I didn't get didn't watch that film. What's that like? It was forgettable. Mm. Um, yeah, was it, that it, actually based on the games? Then? Yes, where yeah. you have creatures destroying cities. Yes, that's crazy. Mm. How'd you make a movie out of that? And unfortunately, the latest movie out <laughs> came out. That was a bit, I don't know if it fell flat. It's got a two and a half stars here, but Monster Hunter. All right. Yeah, that was supposed to be rubbish. Mm. Doom back in 2005 at the time was quite good. No, oh, but. Dwayne Johnson, isn't it as well? Yeah, that was that was the and bad. Carl Urban in, uh, in that yeah. one. Yeah. And um, what about um, Max Payne? Yeah, I've got one here that I actually it's not based on the game, but it's about that idea. Um, the film Gamer, remember that? No. That was no. 2009 with uh, <coughs> with Gerard Butler. Don't remember that one. All uh, right. Yeah. So in the future of my controlling game, Death Row Convicts, are forced to battle out in a Doom type environment. Mm. I guess what you about can... So you got... No, I was going to say, I guess you could also say Ready Player One. It's quite a video game heavy movie. Yeah. It's inspired by rather than well, based on, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Because it's features a lot, of, a lot of all the characters culture. are there, though, aren't they? But as so with no... other pop culture, what about, 
I mean, there was a Wing Commander movie that had Freddie Prince Jr. instead of Mark Hamill playing like the Maverick kind of role. And it was also Witchcraft, uh, sorry, Warcraft. Yeah, the that's in my movie. Just the top yeah. list here. So, what about this one that Hayden saw? I, I wasn't my cup of tea, but maybe I should see it at some point. But Detective Pikachu. That was all right. That was more of a comedy, wasn't it? Yeah, kids, it was not like a kids, kids mm. kind of comedy. Yeah. There was a Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time as well. That was another Jake one. Jake Gyllenhaal, isn't it, Prince of Persia? Mm. Mm, yeah. Wasn't he, wasn't he also Assassin's Creed movie? Was that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? The, it was uh, Fassbender. Oh, uh, like Fassbender, Bender, yeah. There was a Far Cry movie as well. Yeah. Mm. Aren't we, we are going to see, aren't we, talking of Sony for a change, aren't we going to be seeing Uncharted at some point? Yes, because that's Tom Holland, uh, Tom Holland doing that. that. Mm. There was Need for Speed as well with Aaron Paul. Yeah, Prince of Persia. Yeah, I mentioned that. I just mentioned that one. Did you? I did, yeah. There's a, and... the Hitman movie as well. Yes. And of course, there's the one that the there was a movie that was actually made to go with a game because that was Final Fantasy uh, Kingsglaive, which yeah, filled out more of the story. <clears throat> what was the um? I think it was 360 Gen. You're about the, Remedy, aren't you? The game that came out that was Quantum. made to go with a series yeah. sci-fi game and they they were talking about influences in or it plot was. twists in the it's series talking. would also influence the game or the other well, way around. One that Remedy did. Can't get the name called, of that. Was it called Defiance? Oh, yes, it was. Was it called Defiance? It was, Defi- it was Defiance because... Uh, you... I thought that you bought the game and then you were supposed to be able to interact with the characters, although I never That's found right, them. yeah. But then you had the one that Remedy did, which you actually had cut scenes that were like little mini TV programs cut between the cut between the actual game itself. Quantum Break. Quantum yeah. Break, which that was heavy on the old download section. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had the you had the guy in you had the guy in that that was in Destiny, didn't you? Doing the voice of Zavala. Yeah, but you also <laughs> had uh, the guy who played uh like the X-Men, Iceman sort of yeah. character as well. Yeah. And he's been in other stuff as well, hasn't he? Mm. Okay. Should we do Paul, Paul Wilson? Well, I do yeah. Paul Wilson because I think the last one is going to be more for, more for pain, I think, basically, the last question. Um, so Paul Wilson said, what was the last game that you were surprised to find you liked? I would say for me, that's got to be the Falconeer quite recently. I was quite surprised by that and it was reasonably enjoyable. Mm. I can't think of one. Um... I can't think of what I can't think of one either. It happens. <laughs> Getting old, going senile. I think that that's what it is. Dementia, mate. That's what it is. <laughs> Game of life. <laughs> I'm just scrolling through my list to see uh, what games I've played that I thought I really quite enjoyed. That. What about Outriders, Hayden? You said, you said that earlier, didn't you? Despite everything that you enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I suppose from that perspective, despite all of its flaws, I actually quite enjoy playing that. So, yeah, yeah, Outriders. Okay, do you want to finish with Craig's, Craig's question then? Because I think this is really. Okay, so do you have any retro consoles, gaming computers that you don't have and would uh, like to have uh, now? Like to now have. So he's picked the uh, Vectrex, Love the Machine, my previous one broke, and with the uh, prices rising all the time, just had to bite the bucket. So we've had that, we've had this come out now where we've had these uh, mini versions of the PlayStation and different machines. And they've all been a little bit of a letdown because the games you want aren't sometimes aren't really on them or it's, it's just a quick fix, isn't it? I think the problem with those machines, though, is there. There's no flexibility in terms of what you can play on them. 
You know, you no. have what you have. I know you. They probably have been hacked by someone somewhere, especially the PlayStation version, um, mm. to put other ROMs on there. But as it is out of the box, you have those games. In if you want to play something else, you're stuck, aren't you? I think mm. I think consoles like that are okay as long as they've got the games on that you want. Yeah, when there's some games I think you'd like to go back to, man. I'd be, I'd love to go back to the PlayStation with the uh, X Files game. Again, this was from what you talked about earlier with that last game where you got the movie interaction. Yeah, I played that on the old PlayStation. That was, and that was pretty. Day. That was pretty good. It was, yeah. Even though it was point, you would go through the door and you would see the scene. Obviously, nowadays they're much more complex, and you're actually recording and, and multiple times of, of video scenes that get obviously changed by alteration about what the player wants to do. But I don't see why they couldn't actually bring back the X Files and do that in that sort of sort of scenario. No. But the, the original game was... I loved it to death, that one. Looking at the question, I think the <clears throat> retro console that I don't have in the loft that I wish I did would probably be... I think it would be an early Sega. Mm. Something like the Master System or the oh, Mega I Drive, gave that, I, I gave say. that away. I gave that away to some... I, I never had them, actually. Yeah. I, had, um, I had a Genesis, mm. or Dreamcast as it's known here, isn't it? But um, I still have got that in the loft. But I never had a Master System or a Mega Drive. Yeah, of course. Did I play some games on that? Like I know, they were good machines. Mortal Kombat was awesome on that. That was like, wow, I couldn't believe, believe that. And Raiders, there was a Raiders of the Lost Ark game I think we played on there. Alien games. Um, I, I think that the, the Genesis, not the Genesis, the Dreamcast, was a machine that was really well ahead of its time. I agree, yeah. And it had some fantastic games on it. And, I mean, I had like, you know, ones with the gun and I had the the Sega Bass Fishing. Did you have do you have a, a Dreamcast? Did you say Mark? Oh uh, yeah, I've still got it in the loft. Yeah. So have you got Sega Bass Fishing? I don't think so. Couldn't you get Could... it with a reel? Yeah, and I had the real controller real. as well. Yeah. yeah. And it was it was like the it, what I always remember about that was how so excited and out of character it would get because you were fishing because as soon as you went started playing it would go fish yeah really loud fish on. yeah <laughs> you know and it was sort of like this isn't mortal combat <laughs> it's fishing <laughs> it's supposed to be relaxing and that yeah. game was anything but relaxing to play and the music i seem to remember was really hyper as well wasn't yeah it? didn't it was. they have a, a nintendo version of that at some point as well there, there were similar games on most machines, I think. But didn't nothing Nintendo have, a, have a, a, a peripheral that was like a kitchen mode? I think that the Switch one had uh, like a cardboard version of it, on that cardboard stuff that they produced the yeah, a couple of years ago. I, mm. Going back to what you said, Steve, didn't they have... I think they brought out pretty much every peripheral going for the Wii, didn't they? The original oh, Wii. Yeah, I think they did. So there's probably something for it on that. Yeah. Or similar. I, I miss the light gun games, that's what I miss. Yeah, very much so. So even on the original PlayStation, Time Crisis and what was the... Um, they had a Resident Evil light gun game as well, wasn't didn't they? House of the Dead, doesn't it? House of the yeah. Dead, yeah. I've got on, on Steam, I've got Typing of the Dead. <laughs> so instead of shooting or using your mouse, you have to type the word that's, you know, that's in on there. But, you know, by the Sound, time you started um, to get words like stewardesses, you know, try to take that while the zombies coming at you is a little bit intense. <laughs> anyway, are we done? I think we're done. Well, we're done. Okay, cool. So, Hayden, do you want to start? 
Okay, so uh, for me, it's H-E-I-J UK on absolutely everything apart from, uh, you know, that's PSN, Xbox Network, Steam, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and then on Epic, it's Pop Culture Gamers. Mark? I am on Twitter, I'm Ace Plantman. On Instagram, I am Kitchen Smith with an underscore either end. Um, you can email me on kitchensmith. Uh, Mark at kitchensmith.co.uk and I spell my mark with a C, not K. Um, and on Xbox on Kitchensmith. Okay, so Instagram Stevo seven six four. I think I'm, I think I'm actually I think the same for for YouTube as well. I can't remember now. But anyhow, uh, PSN ID the real Stevo seven. Even though I don't get on there very often. I had a couple of friend requests recently. I'm not sure if they're dodgy ones or not, but um, do apologise if that's not the case. And Xbox is uh, steve07 uh, and Twitter is the same so that's about it don't forget so, the show one Steve you, you could do them this time I'm sorry I haven't seen where are they at the bottom there? <laughs> they're at the bottom of the same no, show yeah, so Twitter uh, pop culture game. sorry I'm just not used to this podcasting lark um, after Twitter, five pop years culture gamer. the Facebook group we have um, pop culture gamers as well we had a couple of people join recently as well Anything else have I missed there, or have you got anything else? Inquiries at pop culture, uh, podcast at popculturegamers.co.uk. And don't forget the website, anchor.fm forward slash popculturegamers. Which is yes. new, isn't it? Yes, because we've changed hosts. Okay, so this is a good night from me. And a good night from me. <laughs> and a good night from them. Good night. Good night. Cheers, guys.